Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We are recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. What up, what up? Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And today we are talking Jewish matchmaking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dropped on Netflix last week. Yep, they are trying to ride on this coattail of Indian matchmaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that Jewish it matchmaking is. was the next turn. Right. I'm so <laughs> curious. Like they can really take this many different ways. I mean, Indian the Indian community and the Jewish community have a matchmaking system. I wonder how many other cultures have, have matchmaking systems. Yes. Yeah. Cuz if I mean, I only know I didn't even know about the Jewish community having this, but I mean, that was a learning lesson. I wonder how many others mm-hmm. are out there. I would watch Me it. too. <laughs> I'd watch watching. whatever matchmaking. <laughs> yeah. Nigerian matchmaking? I'm watching oh. it. <laughs> I'm watching it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, we're talking Jewish matchmaking. We're talking Aliza. What's her name? Aliza Ben Shalom, I think is her name. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, her matchmaking process. We meet some mm-hmm. new people. Um, and yeah, I think we'll have an interesting discussion mm-hmm. this episode. Um, curious to hear your thoughts, friend, your initial thoughts and what you're excited to mm-hmm. dive into this episode. Yeah. Um, so it's, I had a lot of thoughts about matchmaking overall when watching this. I okay. think on matchmaking overall, it's still just such a confusing message to women. I think they're, I think that's one of the main differences I've seen with women who are maybe Israeli American or women who are Indian American and women who are from places that are outside of America is that Mm -hmm. the one message is there's enough time. Don't rush through your dating process. Don't rush, don't rush, don't rush. And then there's the international matchmaker who's like, you need to get married right now. We got three (laughs) months Mm -hmm. until you got to get ready right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is mainly said to women. I don't really hear that being said to the men, which is interesting because the men got to do the asking. So I don't know why they don't have the same timeline. (laughs) I found that to be very strange um, and confusing. Like a lot of these girls seemed Mm. confused who were dating Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. me, Um, Mm. especially Dina, the first girl. 
was, or Danny, not Dina. Danny. Danny. Okay. She was very in between of like, I'm a modern woman, hear me roar, and I need to get married before I need 30 to, or right. else. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, second thought is I really loved Elisa's approach on to the tougher clients. And by the tougher clients, I mean Stuart. Um, Stuart. I know. I know. <laughs> But I love how she saw him and he's not religious, right? He's like not her same vibe Mm -mm. and was like, I see the problem here. The problem here is that you are wearing a 3X and you're an XL. (laughs) You look dusty (laughs) is the problem, Stuart. Let's just get down to it. Uh (laughs) Oh my God. I loved her approach to him because she was not judgmental at all. She seemed like a really kind lady. Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) Night and day from Auntie Seema. Night and fucking day from Auntie Seema. Judgmental woman. (laughs) Ever. At least almost not that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, and last thought about the show as a whole, I think the characters were just not as endearing as the Indian matchmaking characters. Mm, like mm-hmm. there just wasn't as many extremes that we could hold on to. Yeah. There was a yeah, lot exactly. of, um, things getting brought up on dates and not before dates. Like a lot of things. <laughs> I was like, why yes. did you say this in the process? Like, what is mm, this? Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of ties into my lessons learned, but yeah. Are you talking about Noah? Noah, who had a whole entire 12 year old back in Israel that we did not learn until he was mid date. <laughs> I was like, wait a second now. Noah was wild. Noah was wild. He has a bar mitzvah age son. <laughs> oh, he treats like a Tamagotchi. He was like, oh, we talk on WhatsApp all the time. Oh, WhatsApp all the time. And he just dropped that mid-date. We didn't even get that. I don't think we got that during his sit-down no, with Elisa. We, we did? No, real quick. Real quick. Real breeze real, over. Real breeze over. That was over. odd, yeah. yo. Very odd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, And then some of the lessons that I'm really excited to learn or to talk about is basically the lesson in um, community and cultural competency. I feel like a lot of the lessons Mm. that we learn from people like Faith or the guy that Danny dated. um, Mm, Daniel, yeah. um, Was that the importance of somebody, not only how they feel spiritually, but how they present themselves spiritually is like oh, very okay. important to people. Yeah. Huh. Um, even with them, forgive me, listeners, forgive me. I was Googling this whole time. There was a lot of yes. things to Google this time. The raps with the with the Torahs at the end yes. of Yes. To Fallon, I think it was called. Wow. Fuck. I had it, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it is like presenting as um presenting your Judaism to the world versus mm-hmm. practicing your Judaism behind mm-hmm. closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And everyone kind of had their own preference. Mm-hmm. Like whether I want someone who, um, I think with Daniel, like goes to synagogue and the mixers with him. Yes. Like, like yep. every week or whatever, he's throwing these things. Mm-hmm. Or um, someone like, I'm trying to think. Even Faye, even like Faye, where she's yeah. like, I need you to be doing prayers with the men three times yes, a day. Three days a day. A day. A day. Three times a day. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, yeah that was interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Versus mm-hmm. like, I need you to be really close. I have a great relationship with God and like really close to God. Like, no, I need you to show up to these things. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, what about you, friend? That was it. That's all I had. Yeah. I thought on that point, I thought one thing that was interesting about the people was it was very mar- admirable seeing these young people just be honest with themselves about what they're looking for when it mm-hmm. when they're looking for like a spiritual partner. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some people call it a preference. Some people, I think some people watching might find an issue with it. Like, yeah, Jews only want to date other Jews. Like, you know, that's weird to say. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think when you come from a minority culture or you come from a religion mm-hmm. that has, um, that is not, you know, it's, it's more, it's deeper than just going to, you know, going to church once a week, whatever. There's more mm-hmm. to it. That's important mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they are in their right to say, I want to date somebody who does this, this, and this, or follows this, this, and this, because mm-hmm. that's important to me. Mm-hmm. And that's that like period full stop. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of cool seeing all these young people just kind of be very honest with themselves and with their, um, with everyone watching that this is what they're looking for these are the expectations mm-hmm. that they have and that's that mm-hmm. so um anyways my thoughts so i i learned a lot watching this yeah. i i feel like they explained more uh to the non-jews watching the show than indian Definitely. matchmaking did yes yeah. yes yeah which i kind of don't mind the indian matchmaking is like Fuck yeah, it, we ain't uh-huh. here to educate y'all going to yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> I like that unapologeticness about indie matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate it in the Jewish matchmaking. They did a lot more kind of educating. Um, so yeah. I feel like I, I learned a lot. I was still Googling and looking shit up, but I feel like I did walk away learning a lot. Um, particularly like my background, I, I grew up around a lot of Jews. I'm from oh, yeah, a very yeah. small town. Yeah. You said you didn't? Mm-mm, no. I grew up around a lot of Jewish people. I, I'm from a very small town in North Jersey. The town itself has like four or five synagogues for a really? small little town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Seventh grade, I was at Bar and Bar Mitzvahs every weekend. Mm. That goes for me, my brother, and my sister. That's just our yeah. the makeup of <laughs> yeah. our class was like just mostly Jews, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've celebrated Hanukkah plenty of times, being over a friend's oh. house for a play date and it's Hanukkah night, and I'm there and I'm like eating guilt and <laughs> open up cool. gifts with them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we had off for all the high holidays in my town for school. Wow. So I, I grew up very familiar with the Jewish people and like Judaism, I guess, as religion. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm still not Jewish, and so I still learned like a ton <laughs> yes. watching the show. Yeah. Um, and I've always known, you've always heard, you know, like Jews stick together. Jews typically want to marry other Jews. Like yeah. mm-hmm. that's like a port, you know, the Jewish mom. That's like a whole thing. Like she yeah. she wants her son to yeah. marry a good Jewish woman. Like you've always mm-hmm. heard these things. I didn't realize the whole matchmaking system and the culture. Um, I think it was called Shudash, like the matchmaking system mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was behind this kind of like value within the community of marrying, intermarrying with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it makes sense in the same way with uh, we've seen with Indian matchmaking, like trying to keep a preservation of the culture um, yeah. and yep. that being very core to this, you know, this group. Um, it honestly made me really wish we as black people. Because even, like, bitch. <laughs> God, it really so made me, bad. yeah, so wish we had bad. as black people, or even I'll even say, even as Caribbean and my little subgroup, Caribbean West say, Indian people, yeah, yeah, had something like this because it's mm-hmm. so. I mean, we talk about it every episode, it's so frustrating having so many beautiful, you know, badass, you know, well educated, you know, 
mid thirties black women in my life who want yeah. to get married, yeah. but they're single and then they're yeah. facing the dating scene alone yeah. with no system. Yeah. The right. way that Indians and Jewish people have this system to help them. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my biggest things. I was like, God, I wish we had something like this. Same. Right. Same. So, so badly. And even as I was watching this and the juxtaposition of the conversation between Ayanla and Ebony was like, it, I was yeah. like, this is what we're, fo- like, this what is we're, we're focused at. on. This That's is where we're at. Yeah. Like, are you like, uh, oh my God, it's so frustrating. It's oh so, 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 so frustrating. Ayanla is. is the closest we got. That's so, the closest Alisa, we got. Which is right. pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is terrible. <laughs> and anyone who knows oh, no. a black matchmaker, I'm dying to talk to one. Dying to talk mm, to mm-hmm. somebody who is not Nene Leaks because I know she's trying to do this game, game somehow. <laughs> she's trying and to that's start insane. something. Um, oh, but God. I would love to speak to somebody who I'm sure Eliza costs a lot of money. Like I'm sure she that's part of she, it. I'm sure Auntie yeah, Sima costs definitely. a lot of money. There's money behind um, this. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know if they cost as much as the black matchmakers that I've seen <laughs> cost yeah. like they cost a lot like like five figures. I'm so curious. Yeah, email two black girls on rose at gmail.com Please. if you have any inkling as to like Eliza's services and fees. <laughs> like, yes, yes, that work? too. Say for Auntie Sima, like what are the f- the services and the fees behind? Yeah this because some of it feels very like village community approach but also mm-hmm. Elisa has to pay her bills so she yep. also she and for flights and she all the flights from israel yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so very curious um but yeah very frustrating we have we're over here mm-hmm. arguing together about ebony and a young you date a bus driver, <laughs> a bus got, driver. Like, i don't want to talk about like i don't oh want to talk God. about that i want to talk about how yeah. we can help each other yes. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, and not be at each other's throats like you gotta do this, you should be doing this. Like, yeah, you're average, you're mediocre. No, you're exceptional. You're black excellence. Get all this yeah. shit. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. So, so yeah, that was a big thought for me. Definitely watching the show. Um, another thought I have. So I've been a bit fascinated with like Orthodox Jews and Hasidics ever oh, okay. since Nate. So Nate used to live in Williamsburg. Oh he yeah, moved up here to Harlem. Uh huh. He was living in not cute Williamsburg with the little, you know, Apple store and stuff. He uh-huh. lived in South Williamsburg, which is. <laughs> <laughs> he went on that cute oh side. No. He was in, I think it's technically like South Williamsburg. It's basically the Hasidic neighborhood. He, yeah. His apartment was like between the Hasidics and then the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> okay. He was like in that little spot. Um, so yeah, I like for the two years, I guess we were dating before he moved up here. I was very much like exposed and around the Hasidic mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. Um, which mm-hmm. is huge throughout Brooklyn, but he was specifically mm-hmm. in the, in the Williamsburg section. And it's like a very, very insular community mm-hmm. that um, they kind of stick with themselves. Not like I have a Hasidic friend that I like can talk to sometimes. Like they don't yeah, really <laughs> mix and mingle with us, you know? Nope. So it was really interesting to see. And I feel like they've had a lot of bad, you know, they've, there's a lot of a lot women's of bad rights press. issues. Yes. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of bad, bad press. press. Yeah. So it was cool to like see women like Faye getting yeah. to meet her. She kind of gave a different view of Orthodox Judaism and to mm-hmm. also kind of see her agency mm-hmm. in her dating process, mm-hmm. which you don't really think about the agency of women when you think of Hasidic. You think more of the, the negative. Um, mm-hmm. The women's rights conflicts yeah. and issues that happen. Yeah. 
So I thought, yeah, I thought that was a great um, kind of ending purpose of the show is kind of just giving a different view, even just through that one character, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think it was uh, it was a very interesting look at dating when you have a strong faith and figuring out what your level of I think as Faye said, like religiosity and yes, spirituality. I love <laughs> yeah, I love that word too. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, the levels that you need in a partner and like how to be honest about that with yourself yeah. and with your partner yeah. that you're dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to talk this episode about you know, should we be talking about religion on the first date? Mm. They always say that's like the one topic of religion and politics. You shouldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what it looks like when you do talk about it. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how to date when you have spiritual and religious deal breakers. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, right. We saw it a lot with this specific community of Jewish people, but like imagine anybody else if you have any type of spiritual base even if you're atheist like how to date when you have those deal breakers for yourself yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i think we could definitely learn a lot from you know these people that we watched this episode or this season um and then i also want to talk about um elisa elisa was very flexible when you compare her to like auntie sima very very flexible yeah Pretty much her only rule that I remember her talking about was date them till you hate them. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to dive into that and talk about that as yeah. well and what we think yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's I'm excited to dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, before we dive in, I got to update you on my digital detox that I did. And I weekend. have to update you on what <laughs> happened digitally. <laughs> Cannot wait. Okay, and you yes, too. I want to detox you over here like deep in TikTok. We got some, some <laughs> Oh my God. So, so yeah, Nate and I went away this weekend. We got a little um, Airbnb in Pennsylvania. Um, like a little cabin in the woods type of thing. It was really mm-hmm. cute. Very cozy. It was like on a little lake and um we yeah we're very conscious about just like limiting screens and not being on our phones or laptops too much and just Mm -hmm. being present at one of nature spending time together all that good stuff Mm -hmm. um so sunday we did a full digital detox meaning from midnight to midnight we had no phone like we didn't Mm -hmm. go on our phone at all um and i've been wanting to do this since i read trisha hershey's book Restless ah, Resistance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was like I started off the year reading that book and it, it kind of like changed me in a way. Um, mm-hmm. And she talks a lot about just the need for us to be detoxing from screens mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She seems to do it very often. Mm-hmm. We run an internet business. So yeah, I we can't do that. <laughs> we can't Trisha. really do that <laughs> as often as she would like, yeah. or as honestly as often as I would like, because uh-huh. I have a very conflicting relationship with phones as well, even though I mm-hmm. run this business with you. <laughs> yeah. through, it's like very much through Instagram. Y'all are listening to us on a phone right now. But <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of just like sprung it on Nate Saturday night. I was like, I have an idea. I was like, mm-hmm. we have one full day tomorrow. Let's make the most of it. Let's do a detox. Let's not be on our phones from midnight to midnight and just like see what happens and i was ready for it nate was like shook because he was like at first he was like but i need my phone like i need and he started to like think through like try to make up these things and then he realized Mm -hmm. like i actually don't i don't need it Mm -hmm. like i Mm -hmm. don't the only thing i guess 
I would need is maybe to be in contact with my parents or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. Things like that. Yeah. But also, like, we're not going anywhere. Nothing's going to happen to me. The chances of anything mm-hmm. happening to my parent, like, is so low. Like, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. we're good. So I put our phones away. And it was honestly so cool. Like, it, yeah. it made me realize, it made both of us realize just how much our phones become just an extension of us. Mm-hmm, this device mm-hmm. has become literally, like, another appendage. Like, we think it is mm-hmm. part of us. Like, we need it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when you detach from it, you really um, just get an opportunity to just, like, be with yourself mm-hmm. and get uninterrupted time with yourself or your partner. I think that was the mm-hmm. biggest thing that I loved about it is I just had Nate's undivided attention mm-hmm. and he had my mm-hmm. undivided attention. Like mm-hmm. we don't even realize how much phones just distract us, the notifications, the um, even just wanting to look things up. It happened to me a few times mm-hmm. throughout the day where I was like yes. talking to Nate or thinking of something and I wanted to reach for my phone to Google it really quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like that's an interruption that breaks the flow of the conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. become so just like commonplace for us. Yeah. Um, so it was really nice just to have each other's like undivided attention mm-hmm. for me to, I also realized just how much I like bring noise into my life. Like I always have like a podcast going. I have music yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I have a show. I'm cooking, but I got a show on. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just how much I, yeah, just rely and use my phone to bring in noise. Mm-hmm. And one of my words, my word for the year was still, mm-hmm. which was really for mm-hmm. me to just like remind myself to just be more, chase more silence and solitude and just stillness. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm really looking at this little device, little side eye, with the little side eye after little the eye. after the day I had because it just realized how much of an impact I had this device has on me in my everyday and mm-hmm. and on Nate and I and it was a beautiful day. The day felt so long. It was like yeah, 24 I'm hours, sure but it was did. like four weeks long. Yeah, like <laughs> it was such a long day. We truly, not to say we didn't Friday, Saturday, just like enjoy where we were, but we really enjoyed it Sunday because we were just kind of sitting out in the nature, laying on the hammock, looking out at the lake, whatever, just like not having this other thing to just like distract us even in the slightest. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I think it it definitely made Nate think a lot differently too. He's been dealing with work and... Mm -hmm living on slack and slack's Mm -hmm. been driving him fucking crazy and so Mm -hmm. just like how to better put boundaries for ourselves and Mm -hmm. um just the importance of detoxing i think from anything anything that is like very invasive um periodically so i you know i can't do this that often because as Mm -hmm. we said you know we run a business but this is something i think i'm definitely gonna Nate and I want to do at least like once a month, like one mm-hmm. day of the week, like either the Saturday or Sunday, once a month, we just like completely unplug. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's nice. Check it out, guys. Yeah. yeah. Give it a whirl. Um, I think digital detoxes are so interesting because really you're detoxing from a kind of like dopamine rush that you're getting when you use your mm, phone, yes. which I think is really interesting. I think when you Definitely. learn the science behind it, it makes it easier to put your mm, phone down to put it away because yeah. you know what your brain wants and you're like no i resist that thing instead yeah. of just resisting your phone actually yeah which yes. you're resisting is dopamine that you're like running like a quick your rush body, your, yeah. yeah quick rush and in the book that i'm reading um your brain on porn they they differentiate mm-hmm. they clarify the different the difference between dopamine 
and oh gosh, I want to say it's opioid, but that is a drug. Oh, but um, <laughs> basically, they say one is wanting and one is liking. Okay. Um, um and dopamine is wanting. Mm-hmm. And so all these apps, all the Instagram, TikTok, all the, they all rely and know that your brain wants a dopamine rush, mm-hmm. wanting, not a liking mm-hmm. rush. Because mm-hmm. if you like it, you'll just sit there and then you'll mm-hmm. enjoy it and then you'll leave. But if you have done. a dopamine rush, you're going to keep chasing that shit. Yeah. Like heroin or like, yeah, crack like a drug. Or cocaine yeah. or mm-hmm. any other drug. <laughs> and adi- like an actual addiction. Yeah. Addiction. Yep. 100%. So, so yeah. Well, Take us to the other side. <laughs> I will tell you what happened this weekend, friend. Oh, my God. Okay, so we were talking about... I told you about this Tarte trip drama, right? Tarte the beauty brand, yes. Tarte the beauty brand who is known racist since probably 2008-ish. Oops. Known to have, like, chalk-like um, formulas since then. I, I mean, Jackie Ina has done a very famous video about them. Alyssa Ashley, like they have come out with a foundation with 30 shades and two of them for black people, like really bad. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. So they go on these very big, elaborate, lavish uh, trips. Mm-hmm. One of these trips um, was to Dubai this year. Another one was to Turks and Caicos a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And this particular trip we're going to talk about today was to Miami for the F1 race. Okay. Now. There was a young lady named Bria. Bria, cute, nice girl, does a lot of beauty stuff in the Dallas area, which okay. is a smaller market, but the Dallas girls, they be buying that beauty. They be knowing what they're doing. Okay. So while she's like a smaller creator, she deserves to be there for sure. Mm-hmm. She was in the group of people who was not going to be there for the race, which is dumb. Right. So I think you told me this a little bit. So they flew in some influencers for the actual F1 race, and then yes. they flew in mostly black girls like the day after <laughs> after yeah. yeah so i i think there's there's probably one or two diversity pops in each mm. one of those groups yeah. but she was like why are there groups like what why what yeah. am i going to this for if it's not for the race like what is mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so she said publicly that she was not going to go and that she felt like she deserves the entire experience she's a smaller black creator and this is what it is Obviously, mm-hmm. this caused a lot of drama. Right. Another um, person on the Turks and Caicos trip said there was something going on with her room. Her room was smaller than anybody else's. And mm. she had a very large reach, this person whose room was smaller than anybody else's. It's not like she's a smaller creator like this girl, Bria. She's a big creator. She's, she's mm. big dog. Mm-hmm. So for her to be stuck in that room was very unnecessary. And she yeah. was South Asian. Okay. Okay. Cut to the day before, I think. Mm-hmm. they fly out two other girls. One of them is a beauty girl, dark skin. I don't know why she's a beauty girl. She doesn't really look that. She doesn't look like a beauty girl to me. She looks like she doesn't know what she's doing to me. Okay. <laughs> like and her literal she, beauty looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like are not great. And she yeah. is dark skin. She said that she um, has like pioneered the way for dark skin uh, beauty creators. I've never heard of this person before in my life. What? Okay. So okay. that's her. She went. And mm-hmm. then another girl who is very, very famous. Her name is Benita. And mm-hmm. she is a comedy girl out of L.A. Black, loud, dark skin, nothing to do with beauty. When I tell you nothing, <laughs> like nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for them to replace this smaller 
very beauty focused creator out of Dallas, Texas, with a girl out of LA who's a mm. comedian who wants to be famous so bad. Yeah. That was on purpose. Yeah. That was on purpose. They knew exactly what they were doing. So they flew mm. her out and she started talking cash shit about this girl, Bria. Cash mm. money shit. I mean, <laughs> classic. Just like, oh, I'm out here. I don't know what she's doing to her. She fucked it up for her. I don't know what she means by that. She should apologize to Tart. All, all this stuff, right? Oh, wow. They flew her out two days before they told her. they, Hey, you want to come to F1? Mm-hmm. Obviously, she was there the day after. Mm-hmm. They flew her out on United with a layover. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's caping for this Damn, brand. Tart, she, that is so... That's crazy. Yeah. And oh my god. If, if there's anything, and y'all know, y'all know who you you've worked with racist people. You know, if mm. anything they know how to do is take them crabs and put them in a barrel. Okay. <laughs> and that's exactly what the fuck they did. You all know what you're doing when you take a creator who has that kind of reach, who's that loud, who's that thankful to be yeah. on a brand trip just because she's on a trip. Like she yeah. did all of this to stay in the United States. <laughs> that's crazy to me that's crazy you're gonna shit on another black girl and cape for a company that is a known racist company to go Oof. to miami Oof! damn yeah i just googled this it's, it's bad news it's on the it's, cut yeah. yes this is bad bad Dang. news bad and she's not a beauty creator she's out with yeah. a beauty brand and she's not a beauty creator they know exactly what they're doing Oh, that's dirty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dirty, dirty. So this girl Bria deactivated her TikTok. She's in the middle of a lawsuit with the with Tart and like all wow. this. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then these other two girls are looking crazy. They're up on the internet, looking completely yeah. insane, they defending, look, and you don't even know the damn story. You don't <laughs> even and yeah, you don't know who you're working with. Like on Thursday, these people said we'll fly you out to Miami. You did not mm-hmm. look them up. You did not Google them, and you said mm-hmm. yes, I'll go. And now mm-hmm. you look like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Defending them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Case the brand's gonna learn, man. Well, the brand, the, the creators have to learn. Fanita, you have to too. learn. You have to learn. Why did you go on a brand trip with a and you didn't Google the company? <laughs> Who's gonna fly you out? That was dumb. That was a dumb thing to do. Oh my God. After they threw out a black girl and you just yeah. replaced her. That was dumb. Yeah, you should have definitely looked that These up. brands know exactly these brands tart, they know what they want. They want racist people's dollars. Mm. Or oh, I have a black friend's Bria. dollars. I didn't know her before. either. I've never seen her before. Bria? Yeah. I feel like I've seen her before. Her face looks familiar. She's mm. the one that you said does beauty and you're like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. That's the other girl. Nikkei is her name. And I don't uh, want to talk about her too much because I feel like she's got a mental issue. I feel like she's got, oh. like she called herself the Harriet Tubman of influencing. Like she's got okay. some problems going on. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. Okay. Dang. That's unfortunate. Very. Yeah. Very, very. very. That brand, the, the brand's racist. This is this is what they do. This is just what they've been doing. Like they've been doing it. They want racist people's dollars. They don't want black people's dollars. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened on TikTok this weekend. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! I just see you just like scrolling through, just like getting all the different perspectives. Oh my god! (coughs) What uh, what is this? What is the ROI on this? Where who's working there? (laughs) 
What is that? You know, I was on LinkedIn looking them up. I was like, oh my God. I'm so in it. I love it. I love it though. Like all this stuff, I just look from the outside all the way up. I'm like, what are you guys yeah, doing? I know. This is your PR like degree going to work. Yes. That's yep. that. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> thanks for sticking with us through our little sad note. Um, <laughs> before we dive into the recap, we have to give a shout out to the Rose Garden. Rose Garden. Our amazing patreon mm-hmm. if you love our episodes like did you know you can even listen to this episode ad free ad free on patreon i'm y'all. sure one just popped up you could you could have breathed right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> also on patreon you can unlock tons of other weekly content from us we have weekly merit at first sight recaps we do recaps of other shows this week we're talking summer house Oh my Martha's God, vineyard. Martha's fucking figure. <laughs> you guys, Natasha hasn't watched it yet. And I'm watching. Yeah, I know. <sighs> I'm so hyped. That drops this week. We also mm-hmm. have our TV review podcast, Girl, What You Watching? Last mm-hmm. week we talked Succession. We talked about the Army Hammer, crazy yes. documentary. Oh my um, God. You walked us through Beef. Yeah. Beef, beef. on Netflix, Hillsong, yep. Godfather, just a whole bunch of other shit that we'd be watching throughout the week. So mm-hmm. um, if you're craving more than just this one episode a week, you definitely should head on over to patreon.com slash two black girls, one rose and unlock all this goodness. And you can try out the membership with a seven day free trial. Yeah. Um, all right, Justine. Do we have any lovely church announcements? We have one that I wanted to shout her out. Hannah Friedman just emailed us to ask us if we had any questions about Jewish uh, matchmaking. Yes. As a Jewish so woman, nice she of her. extended As her services woman. to us two yeah. black-ass bitches who don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Don't know <laughs> anything about this. Um, so thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you. Um, Okay, quick little news, makeups and breakups happening in the world. Um, For Bachelor Nation heads, Brandon and Serene broke up. (sighs) That was a hard one. That that hit me. That was sad. Me too. And they were engaged, which I also forgot. I I forget they, I forget these people be fucking engaged. They get engaged on these goddamn shows. I forget. So it's not even just a breakup. Like they're breaking up an engagement. That's nuts. No, they're planning stuff. And then they stop planning stuff. Oh God. So that's sad. Obviously we don't have any info about what happened yet. But ready, I know y'all get to work. So send us some. (laughs) if you get any god but yeah that was a sad one that's a beloved couple um mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of not beloved couples kim zolciak and croy have divorced croy or divorcing yep mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got like six kids now they got mad kids at least yeah got yeah. mad kids i think i read something real quick because i don't care that much about these two but financial woes and financial stress seems to be a part of it which not surprised them niggas be renting big ass mansions and don't be paying their bills so (laughs) off of like like they were the og flat tummy tea promoters yes and her daughters and her daughters about that protein shake waist (laughs) trainer Faha <laughs> surgery, no surgery. Right. They loved it. They loved they it. Love and that, that tide has been turned. So Turn, girl. Everybody's Turn. just shooting up Ozempic, bitch. Nobody cares about the flat tummy tea. So. No. 
but they still present this life, this life, yeah, this lavish this, life that yeah, yeah. everybody knew the math wasn't mathing. That shit was not adding up. So, no. um, so that should be a mess because they got so many kids. Just like how that's gonna so many kids shake out. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then the last little piece of news: the Selling Sunset trailer. Oh my God, I'm so excited! So excited! We will obviously be talking about that on Patreon. So yes, we head will on over there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hype! I'm hype for that. They got a lot of new faces. Yep. Um, what's her face? Chriselle, Chriselle, and her girlfriend. Uh-huh. Her yeah. Partner yeah. Is, we got to see a little bit of them in the in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So. Looking forward to it. Very much. You want to talk about a detox? Happy nonsense. Talk about a detox. Turn on Sun Sunset and forget about life. Yeah. (laughs) I am like, there's no drug could take me where selling Sunset (laughs) takes me. Like I'm just completely off. It's crazy. Oh god, it's so good. Can't Can't wait. wait. (laughs) Anyways, let's dive into Jewish matchmaking. Mm Hmm. Okay, so we meet Eliza Ben Shalom. She has helped over 200 couples get to the chuppah, she says, um, yeah. basically get married. And she she herself is an Orthodox Jew, but she works with all, all types of Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, she says, she starts off, she's like, I just feel like finding your person is one of the hardest things to do in the to entire do. world. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Okay. <laughs> yeah, agreed. For sure. Yeah. 100% agree. Out of the 8 yep. billion people on this earth, you're supposed to find one to marry That's and lay down your life with. That's and hard like lives fuck. near you and like has a nice family who you agree with or right. whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh my God. That's a lot. That's mm-hmm. a whole lot. So anyways, we were in Miami. We meet Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny is she wants to get married by 30 mm-hmm. she doesn't understand why she's single she's confident she's beautiful she's like uh-huh. what the hell's going on mm-hmm. she's originally mm-hmm. from LA she's been in Miami just a few months now um yep. and yeah she sits and talks with Eliza to learn a bit more she's South African Jew which is interesting mm-hmm. I did not know didn't even know a, that was a didn't even know that was like a <laughs> like episode one minute seven I was like oh what Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole rest of the season i was like wait right what? huh <laughs> exactly but I, I would say jews are similar to i would say black people in a sense that the diaspora is all over the place like you go yeah, find jewish yeah. people everywhere mm-hmm, it might be a very mm-hmm. small community i don't think there's a million south african jews but mm-hmm. um the diaspora the history they've just been kind of carried all over the place so yep um, sounds odd, but it's like, all right, yeah, Jewish people would find themselves in South Africa at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's South African Jew. Her family, she grew up, they did Shabbat, which is like, um, yeah. it's like the day of rest from sun up yep. or sundown on Friday to sun up on Saturday, Saturday, something like that. Yeah. She celebrated all the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Passover. Um, her family keeps kosher. Mm-hmm. She, I think she ate. Not- no, nope. he doesn't. Which was we saw that a lot too. There's like a lot of stuff. I grew up like this, but now I yeah. like forged my own path. Yeah, um, yeah, which is cool. I think that's mm-hmm. very similar to me. Grew up Christian, Pentecostal, mm-hmm. went to church. Mm-hmm. And when I got mm-hmm. to an age that I wanted to create my own path and own, mm-hmm. you know, connection to God, I yeah, I do certain things. My family does. I do my own thing. Like yeah, very, yeah, very much that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, yeah, she's way less observant than her family, but she wants someone who's family oriented. She mm-hmm. wants someone who is obsessed with her, treats her mm-hmm. like a queen. Mm-hmm. She's obsessed with her eyebrows. Yes, she has a whole IG account about her eyebrows. Her I don't eyebrows. know who follows that besides her mother. I don't know. But okay, <laughs> I daddy. Do not know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, so she wants somebody with good eyebrows, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa already has someone in mind for her. He's mm-hmm. Sephardic Jew. Yes. Which are Jews from Spain, Portugal, North Africa, like that region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think a little bit more olive skin tone generally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think Danny is Ashkenazi. She is technically Ashkenazi. Technically. Yeah. And it follows yeah. through the father's bloodline. Father's line. Yeah. Which is yeah. interesting. Ashkenazi Jews are more Eastern European, France, Germany, Poland, Russian mm-hmm. like Jews. So look a little different. Um, I think culturally a little bit different, but they're all Jews. Um, yeah. But some people are very particular with the type of Jew that they want to marry. So Yeah. Which was interesting. I did not know. <laughs> very. I was sitting here. I was like, why? Right. I'm like, aren't you all just all Jewish? Yeah. But what? Yeah. I guess not. I guess not. not. Yeah. Well, you know what? It depends yeah, on the I person. I guess not. It depends on the person. Yeah, like, it's the same with Black people, right? Like, mm-hmm, if you want to marry mm-hmm. a nigga from the Bronx, that's different from a <laughs> nigga from Atlanta. Like, those are different people. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or African versus African American versus Caribbean American. Yes, right. It just right. It shows you within all groups, with all cultures, yes. ethnic groups, we be dividing our, chopping up ourselves and dividing <laughs> up and... <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, it depends. Danny seems open. She don't really care, but um, mm-hmm. Lisa sends her on a date with David. David mm-hmm. is Sephardic Jew. He's big in the Sephardic Jew community. Yes. He He's has his own social club, I want to say club. it's called. Yeah. yeah, the Miami Sephardic Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's into him. He's an entrepreneur, got pretty blue eyes, mm-hmm. but they are definitely not on the same page religiously. Yeah. He, yeah, he goes to synagogue every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, he describes it as like meditation for him. It's just kind of how he starts his day. Mm-hmm. Um, but she ain't doing that. Like yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. nowhere on that level. Um, have you ever dated anyone who was more religious than you, or yes. more? Yes. Yes. Oh, how I have. I have. Um, not great because really (laughs) what it's (laughs) really what it was rooted in and why we got to, and I say religious, when I say religious Mm -hmm. and when I heard you say religious just now, Mm -hmm. I mean, practice, I don't practicing. Right. I mean, practicing, like going to church every Sunday, going to the same way Daniel is doing like practice. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I just found that he was very much into the practice of religion Mm. and showing it and not at all in everyday Mm. life and like treating people like being (laughs) with kindness and respect (laughs) or being, um, supportive of women doing Mm. things. Okay. So more for show than actually. Definitely more for show. And more for like family, like, oh, I'm supposed to act like this. So that's why. Oh, I I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel was given that a little bit, honestly. We see it later. Very much so. (laughs) Very much so. Because first Mm -hmm. of all, 
the fact that, and me and Crunch have argued about this, the fact that he did not pour her water yes. and her wine, yes. I am so glad she clocked that shit. I'm so, I'm so happy glad. she pointed that out too. Yes. Yes, that, it's that's the real. little thing. That's real. Mm-hmm. It's the little mm-hmm. things. We're sitting having conversation. I'm out of water. You're out of water. You pour yourself water. You don't reach over to also pour my water. You don't Excuse pour my water me? first, nigga. You don't, exactly, you don't pour my water first. <laughs> yes. Fill me up yes. first and then pour yours. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so happy. She, she didn't say anything. She was like, I just noticed it. Yes. I yes. noticed that about him. Yep. Which yep. comes in later because he yeah. moves very sure seriously. Yep. Yep, and um, you, you could tell, you could predict the future in that moment. Tell, you're like, yeah. oh, this is not gonna work. This is not gonna he's, work. He's, yeah. he's not ready. He's not. Yeah, he's not gonna work. That's so crazy. That small little thing. Small little thing. He goes telling. to synagogue every morning. Oh, you should come right. with me. Oh, I have mm-hmm. this club. Oh, da 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 da. And you're not even. You're not even doing the regular shit you're supposed to be doing. That's right. Shit. That's just regular shit. <laughs> God. So anyways, they hit it off. They exchanged numbers. That was mm-hmm. that. Um, okay, we next fly to LA and we yep. meet Ori, mm-hmm. who gets on oh my goddamn nerves. This he one. was really something, him and his <laughs> double denim. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't with Ori. <laughs> so, uh, Ori, so there's a big Israeli community in LA. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. Israeli American. I think he was mm-hmm. born in Israel, I think, came over here young. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's like, I know everybody in the community. And his whole yeah. thing is he's very picky, uh-huh. particularly picky when it comes to looks. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Keep in mind, he ain't that much of a looker. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> he thought he is much hotter than he is, which made him much yes. less attractive. Yes. Than he is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh my God. So he, very picky with looks. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. He's in business with his mom. They do event planning together. His mom's mm-hmm. like his number one woman. You can tell he's a, he's got mama boy tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He lives with his parents as well. Yep. And is picky about looks. And is picky about looks when you living with your mama. And working with your mama. So your mama's everywhere. Everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> And he's living with his parents by choice. He literally said it's just yes. more convenient and it's more comfortable. Wow. I get my laundry done. Wow. I get to go downstairs. My mom was there. We got a business meeting real quick. I get wow. meals, you know, meals made. Shabbat. Yeah. I just show up. Like, yep. Yep. Just yep. lazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> just lazy. I can't stand Ori. God. <laughs> so Elisa arrives and we learn Elisa this is the first time we learn Elisa lives in Israel and she's flying all over the world like this oh my god she lives in Israel she's from Philly originally but she she Mm. comes in and out from Israel um and yeah Ori he's been doing a lot of first dates his last Mm -hmm. ex his mom actually matched him up with yeah so a lot you know his mom's very involved um Mm -hmm. he's looking for someone who's spiritual Mm-hmm. not necessarily kosher because he loves pork and he be eating mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. um he does though he specifically wants an israeli jew who speaks yep. hebrew hebrew so mm-hmm. that's very important to him he speaks hebrew at home his family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um his mom is moroccan background she ideally wants somebody moroccan and then he also wants somebody who's blonde with blue eyes that's a lot to ask. So, <laughs> I don't know. You want a colonized African Jewish woman? That's like a lot. Blonde hair, blue eyes, but half Moroccan, half Israeli, lives in LA and speaks Hebrew. Like, 
and she doesn't keep kosher neither. Wait, like, and she gonna date you? And she gonna date your ass. Like, <laughs> it was just, I was looking at Lisa like, good luck, girl. Cause <laughs> yeah. he seems Ooh. like a headache. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also the first time we learn Aliza's, this seems to be her one and only rule, which is date him till you hate him. Hate him. Yeah. So she's like, if it's not a definitive no, it's a yes mm-hmm. for now. So mm-hmm. keep at it. Which I feel like she was saying it specifically to Ori because she could see mm-hmm. how fucking picky he is. Picky. Mm-hmm. And he sees her walk up. She has green eyes, not blue, and he's done. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 So um, what did you think of this rule? I love that rule. I love yeah, that I really rule like for... Um, Men specifically, because oh, actually, no, anybody, anybody, anybody. Yeah, say everybody. I was gonna say yeah. women, because women can get picky and weird like this too. We see it with the black girl, actually. Um, oh yeah, where people just get so shallow when so they shallow. start dating, yeah, um, yeah. and people are really shallow now with apps and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So that was good. I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. Um, I even like the way it's said, just like date him so you hate him. Like give people a chance, and unless it's yeah. a definitive no, this person sucks. There might yeah. still be something there. There mm-hmm. might still be mm-hmm. something there. You know, you mm-hmm. might not hit it to the second date, that little spark or whatever you want to call it. So mm-hmm. just continue mm-hmm. to give it a chance. I like that. Um, the next person we meet is Harmony. Harmony spelled crazy. Spelled almost like Hermione. <laughs> At first yeah. I was calling her Hermione until she said yeah. Harmony. Yeah. Um, Harmony is, she's 44. Mm-hmm. She um, she's an only child. She's a very youthful energy. Her last relationship was all about sex. She typically dates someone who's a bit younger or attracts mm-hmm. men who are a bit younger because she she's forty four, but she doesn't like give forty four. You know, not at all. No. no, she's like unicorns all over her house. <laughs> she had stuffed animals everywhere. Stuffed animals. Yeah, I, it seemed like there was something going on. I feel like I was like something's loose. <laughs> I'm a little loose. Oh Something's Lord. loose up here. I was like, yeah. why are you sleeping with a unicorn and pink sheets and a rainbow pillow and you're 44 years old? It's <laughs> like, that's up there to be doing oh, this. a little but, odd. She's also, I mean, to me, it was very just like LA, like an LA blonde 44 year old woman. I don't know. Is that why. it? Yeah. Oh. That's what it was giving me. She was kissing her dog in the mouth. She was like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what she was given to me. Yeah. It was her room that freaked me out. I was like, oh. The room was odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's pleasant. I would say she's very like, she's got a lot of personality. She's a little kooky. Bubbly. Yeah. 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 Um, so she was raised, her dad was Orthodox, but she was raised without, with, without like conservative Orthodox values. Mm -hmm. She kind of Mm -hmm. dove more into her Judaism when she got older. And Mm -hmm. she said, which I thought was interesting. She feels more taken care of when she's with a Jewish man. I love that she said that. Yeah. That was cool. I, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think um, immediately I thought of when Black women have the preference to date Black men and how people immediately negate that because there's such a small pool of Black men that Mm -hmm, are on the same mm -hmm. on paper levels as Black women. Mm -hmm. And then Black women are like not allowed to say that. And I think that's really unfortunate and really sad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's why I want a Black matchmaker Taraji P. Henson or whoever we're going to have up there (laughs) matchmaking women, Mm -hmm. um, black women, because I feel the same way. Like Mm -hmm. her dad was um, raised in such a strict Jewish 
um, kind of way and belief and tradition. And so mm-hmm. obviously she feels safe with that kind of man. Right. It's familiar to her. It's yeah. familiar. It's familial. It's, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's a, sure it's a preference, but it's also just, um, there's a, there's a comfort, I would say. There's a comfort mm-hmm. that she, mm-hmm. I think she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like how she put that. She just takes, she feels more taken care of. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, we learn, she's gone through a lot. Her dad has Parkinson's. And yeah. He is immobile. He lives in New York. Her grandma is about to turn 100. 100. So who knows oh what's going God. on with her any day. And <laughs> <laughs> she just, she's 44. She's not married. She has no kids. <laughs> like, yeah. It's the only child. Yeah. Only child. Yeah. 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 Shit. The only child thing. She just, mm-hmm. yeah, she feels a lot of pressure. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, the biological clock, she wants to have kids as well. Yeah. So yeah. the biological clock is ticking. Her grandma's old as shit. Like her dad, like so much, um, so much is on her. She's like very yeah. antsy pressure. and just ready. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, she, she's looking for somebody who's passionate, adventurous, Mm-hmm. And she says she typically tracks a younger guy because she has more of a younger spirit, but she is open to dating mm-hmm. older, but mm-hmm. she does want to have a baby. So that's another mm-hmm. thing. Like when you're dating mm-hmm. a man who's older, he might already have kids. He might not want more kids. Yeah. Like, he yeah. might be just like out of that world. Mm-hmm. So um, hence the younger guy thing. Um, but she checked her fertility. She's all good. She's ready. I thought that was cool too. Perfect. At least yeah. just had that honest conversation with her. Like, okay, so you're 44. You want to have kids. Yeah. Have you been to the doctor? What's yeah. the story? Yeah. Um, so that was nice. Um, and yeah, I thought she was pleasant. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. excited to see what Lisa could do for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, get to the next episode. Ori's going off on his first date. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And <laughs> I feel like Aliza set him up with his match. Addie, yes, 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 yes. She was no nonsense. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. could already sniff out Ori's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and she, Aliza gave him what she, he she he was asking for. She's from Israel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. I think she's really pretty. She's very interesting looking. She's very like a fairy, pretty. almost like a yeah, Tinkerbell yes. type of fairy. Oh my God, she does look like almost like gothic. Tinkerbell? Yeah, like a darker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The darker hair. Um, She's an aspiring actress. She just moved Mm -hmm. to LA not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah, they're kind of vibing the whole Israeli thing. And Mm -hmm. he seems like he's into it. Really, when he says he's into it, he lets us know in the confessional he would sleep with her. He finds her sexy. Just wants to fuck them. Yep. Exactly. Um, And he, he was giving me zach from love is blind vibes the way his uh, his staring and like how his head is always kind of like angled downward but his eyes are upward what is that that? it's it reads very condescending very condescending and creepy (laughs) (laughs) why are we why are we angling our heads like this and staring bitches down yeah i don't know how you pick up that habit you know i don't know um so yeah they're hitting it off and then he drops the bomb that he lives with his parents and mm-hmm. addy does not look impressed <laughs> nope 
She said, oh, no, I just got here. I just got here. I'm going to be with a man who lives with his parents. Parents? Say what now? Oh, no. That is not what she came to L.A. for. She did not come to L.A. for this man. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. Yeah. She knows. Made her way all the way here. Green card, this, visa, that. Yeah. I'm over here with this man. (laughs) Get out of here. Oh, no. God, so so they go off on a second date. They had enough in common, mm-hmm. the Israeli thing, but blah, 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 yeah. that connected them. Yeah. Um, so they go off on a second date and mm-hmm. they go horseback riding. She grew up horseback riding, so she's like fully in her element. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he wants three to four kids in three mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And for her, which that's... doesn't math. <laughs> which really. don't make no damn sense. <laughs> it really First of all. Math. Unless you have twins... Ori, I don't know. Or if a triplets. How are you gonna have all of them kids? She's gonna be pregnant from today moving on. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> just he just be talking. He don't even know what the hell he wants. Right? Oh, just be talking. God. So for her, she said that's too soon. She yeah. again, she just moved here. She's just new in LA. She's just trying to live her mm-hmm. life. She's not trying to be mm-hmm. getting impregnated tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then he also said something that was a little off-putting. He he called her simple. He was kind of talk about himself saying he's so complicated, this and that. And he's like, oh, but you're so simple. And she uh-huh. was like, okay, what you mean by simple? Because simple yeah. usually isn't taken as like a compliment. So no, no. You're mm-hmm. either calling me like dumb or you're right. calling me like just very yeah simple. It's just not a good, it's not a good it's way to describe good, someone. No. no, especially when you don't know them. That too. You like, know me, bro. You telling me I come off as simple? Like, yeah, that's very insulting. That's yeah. insulting. So she kind of called him out, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the end of them. Yeah, <laughs> was, oh, they were was, done. Yeah, was done from there. Now, Danny, back to Danny in Miami. She's mm-hmm. catching up with her friends about Daniel mm-hmm. and the date. She says she, you know, he's. She thinks he's hot. I would not use that word, but she finds him hot. Yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> not not for me. Um, and But her concern is him being more religious than her. Mm-hmm. Um, her friends call her out. She tends to go for the bad boys. She has a history mm-hmm. of ignoring red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. they're just kind of warning her of that. Now we see Danny and David go off on another date. They go jet skiing. Mm-hmm. David is wearing socks and <laughs> shoes and sunglasses with a red tint. What is this? I don't know. What I don't the know. Heck? I was da- like, that's bro, another Danny. You on TV, bro? And I love Danny because she's in the confessionals. Like, so there's another thing. She's trying to give him a chance. Same with the water and the wine pouring. She's like, all uh-huh. right. Really. But there's the thing. He's yeah, wearing socks and shoes on, on the jet, jet ski. ski. Like, am I crazy? Or is he like, which one mm-hmm. is like, nope. I love that she makes these little mental notes, but mm-hmm. keeps trying to give him a chance because uh-huh. dating is hard out here and he's nice. <laughs> and know? she doesn't hate him. She doesn't, she hate, doesn't him hate him. Yet. You're right. Yep. She doesn't mm-hmm. hate him. So they do have a little chat on the jet skis about mm-hmm. her being less religious, about him being Sephardic and mm-hmm. how, I guess, Sephardic girls from his experience are, are more traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he talks about when they get married, he really wants to lead a more Sephardic lifestyle, be involved in yeah. the community. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And she, in this moment, she seems like she's down. She's open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
And but yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on because mm-hmm. ain't smelling too good. Now Harmony, our forty-four-year-old yes. um, LA blonde, mm-hmm. she goes out on a blind date set up by Elisa. Mm-hmm. Elisa in her pet talk tells her, mm-hmm. "Don't talk kids. Don't talk yeah. about your past dating no history. Serious, nothing. No serious convos." Um, and no touching, ideally for the first five dates. Five dates. Five dates. So, Elisa, that's, so that's a lot. <laughs> no, no touching. Touching. So, Elisa like, introduced. Bye! At the end of the day, like this. Just bye. wave hello and wave goodbye. That is, just feels unnatural. Yeah. Oh my God, my eye just started twitching. Thought, thinking of that. <laughs> my God. Yeah. So Eliza introduces us to this concept, I guess, mm-hmm. more typical al- around um, Orthodox Judaism or o- Orthodox mm-hmm. communities called Shomer Nagia, which mm-hmm. is no physical touching, um, typically until the wedding day. Wedding day. Like when First they hold hands. Husband, yes. When he was under the chuppah when he... The glass. Yes. God and it's their damn. way of just keeping things sacred. Um, yep. It's... It's, I would say, just a more like extreme version of what you see a lot of maybe Christian or even non-Christian a people. A lot of religions yeah. just mm-hmm. trying to like no sex before marriage, just trying to keep things very sacred up until the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, but no touching. No touching. I think it's actually I, really important if you are going to date somebody for three months and then marry them. I think that is actually a really At the rule. bare minimum, we can just, <laughs> we got three months. Yeah, yeah. I think it's true. Like yeah. you can't hide nothing. You can hide Mm-mm. so much with sex. And so yes. for you to get to know somebody to that level to where you're like, yeah, let's spend the rest of our lives together. Right. You got to eliminate it. It got it to gotta go. Yeah. Gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. So Harmony goes into the date and <laughs> she hugs him immediately. Like just yeah. Yeah. out the window. Doesn't care. Yeah. Doesn't care. His name is Aaron. He mm-hmm. um, is a professor of architecture, a dean of a college mm-hmm. in Vermont. Mm-hmm. He looks like Woody Allen. I knew Harmony I mean, was not going to be into I this man. <laughs> never get past no. it. And this no. man was so nice. It's very nice. Very, oh very gosh. nice. So nice. But Woody Quality Allen is guy. literally like It was Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, Aliza. Aliza. I know. Come on I now. Know. Look at Harmony. Right. She ain't gonna go for this. <laughs> so Aaron was pleasant. He was previously married. <laughs> like, he, yeah. um uh he was previously married she didn't want a family you know mm-hmm. harmony's talking about her grandmother her dad with the parkinson's they're just like mm-hmm. deep and serious conversation everything elisa yeah. told him not to do not to do yeah. not to do um but they were bonding they were bonding they were connecting mm-hmm. um they're both as they said realistic optimists they mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're older mm-hmm. but they're still very you know excited about finding love he flew from vermont to miami vermont. to la to go yes. on a date with her. So, like, he's oh very optimistic and, rom- you know, hopeless, romantic, whatever. Um, yeah. So, it's cute. They're connecting. Harmony's in the confessional talking about, like, he ain't what I'd be looking at, but he's nice. <laughs> Try this. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he is. Very and nice. He seems to have a great sense of self-awareness. Yes. And yeah. an openness, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. they go on another date. They go to the beach. Harmony mm-hmm. now is showing her full self. and I mean, full, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> Fully. 
He's talking about microdosing shrooms and just casually dropping this with a dean of of professorship of architecture. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's given LA. LA, they just be they talking very openly about their spiritual self-discovery journeys, the shrooms, the microdosing, this, that, and the third. And she's just doing her, but Aaron is like he looked so disturbed when she was talking so I mean he was like wait what what Um, but he I liked he was like I like he's like I'm into weird people he's like weird people are the best kinds like yeah yeah. So even though it's not for him, he's like, I've never smoked, I've never done anything. Like mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. her, and he just fully accepts herself. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now Eliza, we got to see Eliza, her life a little bit, her husband, yes, and their little life in um in, in Israel. Israel. Yeah. Um, her and her husband they met on a Jewish singles retreat. Another thing, I was like, "What are those? What are those?" Oh man, <laughs> it's. But I've heard about a lot of people. Are you familiar with birthright? Birthright. Yes. Um, uh huh. Yes. People do meet on on birthright. People trips. meet on birthright. Birthright yeah. is like a trip that young Jewish people take. It's like a little pilgrimage to Jerusalem, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's fully paid for as well from the organization by the organization yeah. birthright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but people be hooking up, get married, like you, like a lot yes. of people meet their significant others on that trip. So mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. I Great guess, episode that- of Broad City, also just real quick. Just oh, they had a birthday episode. Yes, the tall oh, girl was <laughs> so funny. Oh really? my god, I gotta <laughs> yes. go back and watch that. I don't know if I saw that one. <laughs> nice. Um, so see, so yeah, they met at a something similar, I guess, a Jewish singles retreat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, three weeks later, they got engaged. Four months later, they got married. Married. Just right Mad pictures of them, hands behind their back. Hands at behind their back. I was like, yo, you wow. really did not know nothing about this man. Nothing. Nothing about what's going on. And he yeah. held her hand. She probably came immediately. She was like, ah! As soon as he held her hand. Like, so woo. wild. Yeah. Man. Crazy. I thought it was interesting. She also said they're both, I'm going to fuck this up, but I think it's ballet teshuva, which means that yes. they both came back to their Judaism. Judaism. Yeah. Akin to like a born again Christian, I would say. I think so. Right? Yeah. But so much more involved because they can mm-hmm. move to a location. Like oh, if you're like, born again Christian, you can't like move back to wherever you <laughs> right. stay where you're at. Yeah. They move back to Israel. They or like, move back to the Philadelphia. Land. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, she's they're they're orthodox, so she covers her mm-hmm. head, shoulders, knees, and toes, as she says. She dresses very modestly. They have five kids. They're yep. fully back into practicing Judaism, like on a day to day. And they did that kind of journey together. So it's interesting. So cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. And then I think also just like what I learned from her story is like you can. You can meet somebody and go on a spiritual journey together. Because maybe mm. when they started, she was more religious than he was. And he mm-hmm. got inspired by her and decided to dive deeper. Or she got inspired by him. Like, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. also come back to your religion through, not through your spouse, but, like, with inspiration. With. Yeah, yeah. with your spouse. Yeah, one doesn't have to drag the other, you're saying? Right. They kind of did okay. it in tandem together. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was interesting because usually you're like you want to find somebody who's like at your exact same point or yes. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that that was interesting to see how they kind of dove back into their religion together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, while we're in Israel, we head on mm-hmm. over to Jerusalem. We meet Cindy. Cindy. What a name. Cindy. I know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social mm. media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming. Mm and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. It's like Valley Girl White Chick Cindy. from Valley, like Cindy, whose name is And Cindy her sister's name was Shirley. Shirley, who lowered? Like <laughs> not Shirley. Shirley. I was like, who looks at a baby and is like, yeah, her name is Shirley. And this day and age, like, who did that to her? Twenty years ago, oh, like what? No, I know. Cindy and Shirley. Oh my Cindy god, Cindy and Shirley. <laughs> Cindy, Cindy reminded me so much. Her her look and her energy. She reminded me of. I don't remember her name from Indian matchmaking homegirl. The from, first girl from New Jersey, right? From Morristown. I was thinking of the girl from, um, I thought she was in North Carolina. Oh, that They went girl. to pick out rings. They went to oh, pick out rings and yes. bracelets. Uh, Viral. Viral, yes. Viral. She yeah. was giving mm-hmm. me that same kind of energy. Just like mm-hmm. very confident. Like people, mm-hmm. as she said, people always call her intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she's just like, you know, puts off that kind of like energy, um, like a stronger masculine energy, I think is what I'm trying mm. to get at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she grew up traditional, like Orthodox um, mm-hmm. Jew. She now sees herself kind of in the middle. Alexa, mm-hmm. Aliza calls it flexodox. Love that term. Flexodox. Yeah. yeah. 
So she like keeps kosher and observes Shabbat, um, mm-hmm. but she like wears mini skirts and does her thing and <laughs> like, yeah. goes out. But like doesn't use her phone on Fridays. Like. Right. But like <laughs> yeah. no electricity during Shabbat, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So kind of mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, and her last relationship, they were together three years. Yeah. Wow. And they were the whole story around it is real sus. Very we never fun. the whole from <laughs> all the way through episode eight. We never got clear <laughs> on what this was. <laughs> the story goes they were together three years. They were about uh-huh. to get engaged. She even uh-huh. had her engagement dress. What picked is that? Out. I Girl. spent hours looking at what's an engagement that. dress what's a jewish engagement dress what's an israeli engagement dress i was, I was googling like, it too what is ain't that? nothing she just bought her own dress for the day she thought she was gonna get engaged i guess what, how did she know what day that was gonna be oh know. so confusing oh my god very confusing but they were about to get engaged and then mm-hmm. something happened and it fell through yeah yeah we don't yeah. know what that something happened was. It kind of just seemed like uh-uh. he, she paid it like he changed his mind and then we just mm-hmm. did it. Mm-hmm. So this happened only about eight months ago. Mm-hmm. And Aliza ain't buying it. No. <laughs> like, no, she's, she's like not. not into it. She mm-hmm. literally calls this mystery in the history when somebody's <laughs> history ain't adding up. <laughs> That's what oh she called God. it. She's so good at rhyming. I these little, yeah, these little quips. <laughs> They're good. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. And she said, basically what that means is like, there seems to be still potential with someone in your past. Like it's not yeah. fully dead. There's something You're still unclear. Mm-hmm. And he's still around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cindy claims the door is closed. There's nothing there. She's over it. Mm. So we'll see even if it's a ghost even if it's like yeah you know he's still around he's like, still kind of around something yeah. something adding up um but anyway she's looking for somebody tall dark and handsome with abs mm-hmm. someone yeah. very <laughs> wow <laughs> someone like very justice oriented she wants mm-hmm. she says someone 28 to 37 Mm-hmm. So Aliza immediately shows her a guy. She's like, I have someone in mind for you. He's 34. Mm-hmm. Now 34 is too old. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew Cindy mm-hmm. was going to be annoying. Yeah. And Aliza was right to sniff out. Some ain't adding up. She's saying she's ready, but she's not. Yeah. Yeah. So next episode, Cindy goes out on her date with the 34-year-old. His name is mm-hmm. Daniel. Mm-hmm. They go to an art gallery. And yeah. he is not into art. So I'm not sure who made, who set up this date. I was wondering. <laughs> That's a weird first date and to begin with, if you guys yeah. aren't both known into, like, into art. Into like, art, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he shows strange. up and immediately he's like, yeah, I'm not really into art. And she's like, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his shirt was too small and he did not have abs. And, and he didn't have no abs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just, this was just a dub all This around. was a dub. It's nice yeah. guy. Like, no, nice. Like, sure. I don't need nobody with no abs either, but Cindy no. does. Right. So. so, yeah, conversation's dry, no chemistry. Um, yeah. They go for drinks. He's uh, he's from Tel Aviv, so that, mm-hmm. I think they're in Jerusalem right now dating. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from mm-hmm. Tel Aviv. He said he specifically moved to Tel Aviv to find a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the story is that Tel Aviv is just filled with fuckboys, and Cindy was like, 
like what you move there to find a white like that's not her view of Tel Avivian men they're all like fuckboys apparently yeah there must be a lot of nightlife in Tel Aviv that's what I've heard I heard Tel Aviv yeah. is like is the shit like they got um just a lot of young people yeah very like nightlife culture like it's hip mm-hmm. and happening it's like a very hip place so I could see that that yeah. being kind of like the stereotype of the guys there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It seems like a visa or something. Like, like a visa, like a Berlin. Yeah. I kind of always feel like, yeah, think of like Berlin, Berlin yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so, so yeah, she's like, eh, okay. But they do bond over something very specific. Like they both have jewelry from their grandparents. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she kind of like opened up to him a bit. Mm-hmm. Now let's head on over to Miami, back with Danny. Back with Danny. Yeah. Danny's catching up with Eliza, and mm-hmm. she's talking about one of her concerns with Daniel. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the fact that he's obsessed with the fact that she looks Sephardic. Sephardic, yeah. But she's not Sephardic. <laughs> and so weird. it seems like he really wants someone Sephardic, but he's not yeah. saying it really. Yeah. 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 So she also recently went to a Sephardic mixer Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. for her, she said it was just too much. It's just, it's not how she wants to spend her Friday night is that Shabbat dinner with the Sephardics. Like she wants to be out in Miami. That's really what Danny Sean be doing. Yep. So she's going to LA for a month and a half. She has a friend's wedding and family and all that stuff happening. He's going to Mm -hmm. New York. So they're kind of putting things on ice. Mm-hmm. Now, while Danny's in LA, Aliza sets her up with um, a nice little long-haired yeah, surfer-looking nice. boy. Yeah, yeah nice, nice looking man. Uh-huh. Nice little man named Sean. Uh-huh. Um, he has nice eyebrows. They bond over getting their eyebrows threaded. <laughs> wow, my God. Yep. <laughs> and he is also South African Jew. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a lot of little, like um, just a lot of overlap. They seem very like. Um, Aliza says they're like the male and female version of each other. Like of they each bond other. Type yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they're hitting it off. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. there. Back with Ori. Ori and his oh boy. mess of myself in LA. Oh. <laughs> so he's out with his friends. His friends, they're telling him, you are too picky with looks. Like yeah. you need to stop. You need yeah. to stop. Um, and so Ori catches up with Eliza and again, he's talking about how he wants somebody with blue eyes. She has to speak mm-hmm. Hebrew, this, that, and the third. And Eliza, her one question for him is, okay, what are y'all going to be talking about? Talk about. She's like, I can go through the Rolodex. I can find you a, bl- yeah. a, like a, a blonde hair blue. Like I have them, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then my whole search process is going to get whittled down to just that. Yeah. Besides yeah. that, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I'm going to fail you. You're not going to get married. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you have nothing to talk about, then you're not actually... The fact that he's looking for somebody to fuck through this matchmaking service on television <laughs> is like just a waste so of money. It My just God. seems like such a waste. Yeah. And it seems like he has no game. No at game. All. No game. Like you yeah. gotta pay this lady to fly from Israel right. to set you up with somebody with blue eyes in LA. Everybody in LA is blonde. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Yeah. Something and everybody in LA is gorgeous. It's everybody's like gorgeous. Thing. Everybody yeah. focuses on being gorgeous. What is wrong? Something is going on. What the hell is going on? 
What a weirdo. So he's a weirdo. Yeah, he claims Aliza's making him think now. That, you know, you know <laughs> thinking. You know, uh, I hear you, Aliza. I think you know. I'm learning. Uh huh. Anyways. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we head on over to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Which I'm dying to go. Dying. I would to go. love to go to. I would love to oh go. Just natural beauty. Yeah. Just very like middle America, <laughs> like the plains and the uh-huh, bison uh-huh. and the mountains. All that shit. <laughs> the plains and the bison. <laughs> <laughs> but just like natural untouched. Ain't nobody out there. Ain't nobody no, no. Jackson Hole. Like, well, I think it's like kind of touristy. Maybe touristy. Yeah. You People know, like. What is that? Is that Yosemite Ski. or Yellowstone? I forget which oh, one's in. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I always mix them up. One is in Cali, one is in Wyoming. So I think, yeah, it brings a lot of people for that, I guess. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like, ain't that many people there, probably. Definitely not Jewish a, people. Definitely not. Definitely I just heard about a, um, a beauty brand did a, dr- a, a brand trip out to Jackson Hole. Like, it's like a. Oh, okay. Yeah. Place. It's like a place. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Joshua yeah. Tree or like a Zion yes. National Park. Everyone's gone. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. picturesque. Um, so anyways, we're, we're there. We meet Noah, Noah Dreyfus. Uh-huh. What a name. What a name. <laughs> couldn't tell me he wasn't Jewish. Noah Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> he's an investment advisor, but he's just like a big outdoorsy person. That's why he found himself uh-huh. in Wyoming. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He's uh, been super religious, like in mm-hmm. the past. Um, mm-hmm. He went to yeshiva. Yeshiva is like basically school for like Jewish studies. Um, Mm -hmm. He moved to Israel, joined the army. Yeah. He was in Israel for six years. Mm -hmm. Um, He got married, then got divorced Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. has been kind of just like finding himself and figuring out where he stands with his Judaism there. He said there's no synagogue in Jackson Hole. So that's sad. sad. He was kind of in his room just praying by himself. And yeah, he had the whole thing going. And I was like, damn, it's just you in here. That's so sad. That's really sad. Yeah. So, but he wants to be skiing and snowboarding and all that shit. So I guess that's just more important. Yeah. He also trucks in his own kosher meat. So I don't really know. Yes. Yeah. I was like, priorities. Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah anyway so he yeah lisa comes over she, you know he's telling him his whole past with judaism where he's at um mm-hmm. and his last relationship they he was married and they got divorced and they had a, mm-hmm. a lot of distrust mm-hmm. um also seems like they got mm-hmm. married young and young they're doing yeah yeah do we know uh, how old noah is i don't think we know i don't have it down here so i don't know yeah i don't i don't have i don't know but i think he said later they were married they were married for 11 years or he got divorced 11 years ago. It's somewhere in my notes when I get down to I that. was so distracted by so many other things about him. I could not <laughs> focus on the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's in his 30s, I would say. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, he's trying to find somebody. Ain't nobody in Jackson Hole. So she's going to have to fly somebody <laughs> yeah. up to him. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. Um, now, Cindy, mm-hmm. Cindy in Jerusalem, she is about to go on a second date with Daniel. Mm-hmm. And he is hella late. He's late, late. Yeah. Late, late. Mm-hmm. So he finally shows up and he has some. Some cockamamie story about somebody who lost <laughs> their, a homeless man who lost his wallet. wallet and he had to go to the police station with him. Stay at the police station. That's why he's late. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Literally sound like old man. Bullshit. 
Yeah. I don't I don't know somebody who needed help with a wallet and the police. It was a lie, is what it was. And the bus. <laughs> That's why I don't make I no was sense. Like, what? Yeah, he was like, I rode the bus. You know, I like to ride the bus. I like to be among the people. Like, even the way he started, I was like, where is this lie about to go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, they start talking. They talk about family. He wants two mm-hmm. kids. She mm-hmm. wants four. And she mm-hmm. wants to adopt after adopt the four. after that. Yep. Mm-hmm. He is not into it. He only wants his own kids. Only yeah. his sperm. Yeah. Only his um, family. Yeah. Only his lineage. It was just getting yeah. weird the way he was talking it, about it. Right? It was a little much. And it's like, all right, yeah. just say you don't want to adopt. You don't got to go all into it. like. Yeah. And that's kind of like a weird reason to not want to. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. He I had a very strong that. belief on yeah, uh-huh. this only yeah. kids thing. And it was just um, right. <laughs> very yeah. off-putting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, that was the last time Cindy obviously was going out with him because he sucked. Yeah. Yep. So Cindy and Aliza, they have a little I think Aliza called it a dating detox session, just the two mm-hmm. of them to just mm-hmm. talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, Aliza, like all of us, is trying to get down to the bottom of this. This ex. This ex story. Mm-hmm. So Cindy repeats again. She brought, she bought her engagement dress. They were all ready. And then something happened and her ex decided not to go through with it. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. giving us any more. Still not really. It, it's not giving us like their relationship got buttoned up. You know what I mean? Like they ended. Right. They ended mutually. It's right. very much like he decided yeah. and we didn't go through with it. But she's yeah, still yeah. that insinuates that there's still an openness potentially. Right. 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 Yeah. So um yeah, Elise yeah. like, you know what? From my experience, 35% of people who break up get back together. What a stat. <laughs> what a <laughs> very specific <laughs> What a specific statistic. What the heck? Um and yes, yeah, Cindy kind of speaks her truth when she says, you know, I don't believe in closing mm-hmm. doors forever. Yeah, that's that's really where it's at. She's not fully over that situation as much as she wants to pretend like she is. So yeah, I know that's fine. Just get stop wasting your money with Aliza. (laughs) Just go. Yeah, sit down with yourself and Mm -hmm. decide what you want. That's that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now Noah Dreyfus and Jackson Hole Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. snowboard snowboarding with a friend. They sit and chat. In this mm-hmm. conversation is when we learn he has a son who lives in Israel. We learned at his weird house with his weird chairs. We he did say with like, I have a son with Eliza. He was like, Yeah, I have a son. We talk all the time on WhatsApp, and you know, he knows that I love him mm-hmm. and all the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, What? And when he was talking about fish, because he said he's a fish head. Oh, fish! Right? The, that the band, the, band. The band. Yes, yes. He said he's seen them fifty-eight times. People who love fish see that band. That's not the first time I've heard that. I feel like I've That's seen so that before, crazy. where somebody's like, "I've seen, I've, I've seen fish around the world seventy-five times." Like they have a crazy, like fandom like that. I think. Yes, I couldn't yeah. name a fish song if you. No, you held the gun to my head. Like it, I don't. No, no, no. Tell you, couldn't tell you. Could walk in here right now. Couldn't tell. Right like, I would no you? Like I would have no idea. And I was That's sitting there. I was though. like, "Have you seen your son fifty-eight? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what? 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 These priorities of Noah's are so out of whack. So out of whack, yo. So out of whack. I, I also oh didn't like how he talked about it. So he said, my ex-wife got pregnant right after getting married. Like she laid down and impregnated herself. <laughs> I just hate how he made it sound like it was her fault. Like her, we were yeah, young. Yeah. She got pregnant and I wasn't ready for it. Like, excuse me. Like, I just the way he be, yeah, spinning these stories, spinning these stories. Like, oh, I talked to him on what? Like, no, I'm not gonna app. I'm not gonna do this with you. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not buying this. It was very alarming. He never talked. We never saw a picture. That's fine. He never seen a picture of the sun. He never. We only got that they talked through WhatsApp. We never heard about. I go to Israel three times a year. He comes up for the summers. We didn't get any of that. Mm-mm. So I just feel like he's snowboarding in Jackson Hole and living his life. <laughs> and just says a hey good morning and then a good night. Dad loves you. Yeah, it. it was odd. I didn't like it. Nope. Anyways, Harmony, Harmony in LA. She's going out with a new guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aaron, mm-hmm. the Vermont professor was nice, but it, you know, it wasn't going to work. That was not going to work out either. <laughs> that was he was going to go to the Dean's dinner with her? No, no way. <laughs> this is just not <laughs> Um, but yeah, she quickly goes out with a guy. Aliza didn't set her up. It was like the restaurant manager at the restaurant she went to with her mom. Yeah. She some mm-hmm. guy. Um, mm-hmm. He seemed nice. He's an attorney. He's the vice mm-hmm. mayor. Very chatty. But as she said, there was no oomph. There was no like passion, yeah. no sexual chemistry or anything with him. Right. Um, she goes out with another guy that Aliza sets her up with. Mm-hmm. Um, tall. Decent ben. looking. Yep. Ben. Decent looking guy. Yeah. Decent looking guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I had to say though, Ben was decent looking, but Ben had height. That's really what it was. Because if I Ben know, was five really seven, it. Ben ain't look like nothing. That's really it, isn't it? <laughs> height be really he, doing it. Be just setting guys over the edge because that's uh, it's Pete Davidson. Basically, that's all it is. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he's just tall. Yeah, he's just he tall. Ben. Poor yeah. Aaron. Imagine Aaron. If Aaron had like six more inches on him, she'd be eating Aaron up. Oh. Yeah, she would. She, she would, would be. Yeah. Yep. yep. Damn, Harmony. Right? Oh, man. So she goes out with Ben. Now she's feeling something. Maybe Ben could be it. And for their date, they go like flower arranging or something. What is this? Some activity. I was like, this was not an activity five years ago. This is not a date. <laughs> this is not a thing. What is this? Mm-hmm. Um. Ben also is very sus to me. His longest relationship was a year and a half. 18 months. Yeah. I was like, Ben. And that was four years ago. Yeah. But right. He said and he's it, like 40. He's <laughs> like, 40. What? He said it was four years ago, but then he also said it ended during COVID, which was not four years yeah, ago. Yeah, not four years ago. And he also said he's a workaholic. So uh, I'm not into hmm. it. Harmony yeah. seems like she might be into it. So I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now. Ori, my Becky of the week. Oh, <laughs> I'm so tired of him. I just feel like he doesn't deserve to be getting set up with all these great girls. Like he's know, so shallow. He's so yeah, he shamelessly shallow at that. Yeah. 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 Why are we wasting time with him? He needs help. Yeah. He needs to go figure. He needs to grow up. <laughs> yeah, this, exactly. This he needs crazy. to get up under his mama. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. 
So he gets what he asked for. He gets set up with this blonde. Uh, I guess she's not blonde. She's brunette. Yeah, blonde. Bronze, bronze, yes. But yeah. she has blue eyes. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I don't remember her name. She was very pretty. I don't remember her name either. She was very pretty and had mm-hmm. him wrapped around her little finger. Wrapped around a finger, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's a Libra. She's an attorney. She's like very mm-hmm. quick with it. Um, mm-hmm. He's obviously very attracted to her. So anything she was saying, mm-hmm. he was ready to, you know, eating it all up. She wants six ready kids. Ready bacon. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> right. She keeps kosher and he's like, well, I eat bacon. And she's like, well, not today, not anymore. And she <laughs> had okay. him. Yeah, she had him wrapped right around her finger. Uh-huh. And they hit it off. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I was very annoyed because I just feel like he doesn't deserve this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like... I feel like he doesn't, this is sounds so shady, but I feel like he doesn't deserve what's on paper for him that he mm-hmm. wanted. Mm-hmm. He needs somebody else. He, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't right. know best. Yeah. Like, exactly. I don't trust him to know. I don't. Yeah. I almost wanted to see Aliza like make an example or out of him or like yeah. try to like develop him in a way and not just give him yeah. what he asked for. Mm-hmm. And that he mm-hmm. just gets to skip off into the sunset with his like Israeli yes. blue eyed girl. Like, <laughs> And what did we Auntie learn Sima here? Did that. Yeah. yeah. Auntie yeah. Sima did that a lot. Was oh. like, well, he doesn't Push, have she a ponytail. Sorry, girl. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. she definitely pushed back a lot more than we see Elisa do. But whatever. Um, now, let's see. Danny in Miami. She's still going out with Sean, the long-haired surfer yeah. South African. Yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They are hanging out at the beach. He lives in Hawaii. I forgot that little detail. I so. forgot that too, but he's he's very much in the culture. He wakes up at six o'clock in the morning. He mm-hmm. lives in Hawaii. He mm-hmm. is not Hawaiian. He <laughs> surfs <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Like he I'm sure goes- he takes his ashwagandha. I'm sure he doesn't <laughs> drink anything but organic wine. Like he yeah, is, he's very yeah. in it. Um, and she's in Miami. He said he doesn't really see himself living there. So yeah, yeah, don't know what that's gonna be. Um, mm-hmm. but everything's going good. But she says Daniel the Sephardic is texting and sliding mm-hmm. in the DMs again. So he seems like the type who likes people in his phone. Yeah. So that does not shock me. He not likes surprising. having a lot of people to talk to. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A rotation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But wants to talk about going to pray every morning and this. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I can't. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, next we meet finally somebody from Brooklyn. I was like, when are we going to, where are the New Yorkers? <laughs> where are what the New Yorkers? This? Like, what is this? So yeah. finally we meet Faye, Faye from Flatbush. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> when she said Flatbush is such a big Jewish community, I was like, huh? <laughs> On one side. I'm like, since when? <laughs> Apparently, talking about apparently, yeah, I believe that when we think Jews in New York, I definitely think Williamsburg first. That's where I think. Yeah, I think Williamsburg. I think Upper East Side too. Oh, Upper East. Okay. Yeah, Uh but I think it's just Brooklyn in general. So when she said Flatbush, I was like, I could see that. One side is the Caribbeans, and one side is the flat is the Hasidics or the Orthodox. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we meet Faith from Flatbush. <laughs> She's 28. Mm-hmm. She runs a mental health resource for Jews called OK Clarity. Yeah. I thought was really yeah. cool. Yeah, a really great name. A really great name. Um, and mm-hmm. she is Orthodox Jewish. So she is mm-hmm. used, she's already used to this matchmaking system. Um, yes. 
And we yeah. learned the term shidush, which is a system of matchmaking yep. that exists within Orthodox Jewish communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess um, um, she's worked with matchmakers before. So she like has a dating profile. She's been, mm-hmm. she's been around the block. She's done the meetings, the sit downs with the mom and they go through everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she very much like does this. Um, Aliza says, in fact, this is the only way she dates, actually. Yeah. This is how she mm-hmm. dates. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so we meet, um, so Faye and Aliza, they sit down together and we learn what she's looking for. Now, she's an Orthodox mm-hmm. Jewish woman, so she has very mm-hmm. specific guidelines as to the type of Ju- the type of man um, she's looking for in terms of his relationship to his Judaism. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. wants somebody, as she says, sincerely from. Yes. From means essentially devoutly religious. Right. She considers yep. herself, she doesn't like to call herself Hasidic. She calls herself from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But basically she's looking for someone who prays three times a day with the men, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who makes time to learn and study the Torah, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. also plans to practice Shomer Nagia, the no touching for the entire relationship. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Aliza asks her flat out because you could. T- Faye's been here before. She's not wasting time. Yep. Like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. she's just trying to find her other Orthodox dude who meets these categories, <laughs> and we just gonna get this going. Mm-hmm. So Aliza asks her, "What's your due date?" D E W. Mm-hmm. So stands for dating engagement wedding. What's the wedding. due date? What's the timeline mm-hmm. that we're working with? Mm-hmm. And. She said nine months. So from dating, from first date to wedding. That's so long. Nine months and they ain't touching. That's what I'm saying, girl. I'm not doing that, uh, this tradition of no touching and doing nine months. And nine months. Which is so, because typically nine months is not long. (laughs) That's like pretty quick to date and get married. But when yeah. you throw mm-hmm. in the Shomer Nagia, then it's like, wait a second. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> three, three to four. Three nope. to four. We're going to get this going. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. To wedding. Not even engagement. I'm going to engage after four weeks. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> We're not right. touching. We're just looking at each other. And talking all the I time. Right. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was interesting, though, to see that conversation. Like, flat out ask her, mm-hmm. like, what's the timeline? Yeah. What's the due date? So I sit you yeah. up with someone today. What's the plan? And yep. Faye was like, I mean, however long it takes my parents to like get it together, like whip together the wedding, like I'm down. Oh my God. It's like, wow. wow. So interesting. <laughs> I know it is. So I was like, this lady's in Brooklyn right now. She takes a trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know what? what I'm saying? I feel like I was watching something from years ago, but no. it was. You know, last year. Last year. And uh, yeah, it made me think of my own process. Nate and I were together four years, damn near. What between Before dating and wedding day? Yeah, right. It was four four years? years from we started dating January 2019. We got married uh-huh. October 2022. Yeah, 22. 19, yeah. 20, 21, 20. Almost four years. Almost four years. From dating yeah. to wedding. Yeah. Just the wow. difference in our life, you know? Yeah. Four I'm two and, years. and a half in, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Just chilling. <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> Chilling. No pressure. Just hanging. Just no. marching to your own beat. Yeah. But this, yeah. they're very intentional. They're very specific. They are, before mm-hmm. she even matches her, she's like, what's the timeline? Because I want to yeah. meet guys. I'm going to ask them the same question mm-hmm. and make sure I find mm-hmm. people who have a similar seven to ten month timeline. Yeah. Not meeting somebody. 
there's just so much family involvement. A lot of family. Yep. Mom's there. I think that speeds it up. Definitely. Could you imagine if If we left it to the device of our parents? To Sonia. (laughs) To my mom, Sonia and Susan. Nate and I would have been married long ago. Your child would have been three. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So true. Oh my God. Same Same with Cynthia Joy. Yeah. Same thing. Same Same thing. thing. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is true. It's like when you take the parents out and it's just the two young people just kind of like doing it according to our own timeline we're like mm-hmm. whatever take all the time in the world yeah bring yeah. in the parents nah bring in different like religious practices like shomer nagia we're not gonna wait for yes years. Expectations, you know, expectations the community has of the couple yep. and yeah. both families and with mm-hmm. that oh lord Woo. yeah so interesting very very interesting. and then you're not touching him either yeah, you, you gotta get to married quick. Quick with Damn. the swiftness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, so we're back with Danny. Danny and David. Oh no, uh-huh. Danny and is it David or Daniel? I haven't called him Daniel Dan- this whole time. I think it might be David. I think it's David. Yeah. It David. Danny and David yeah. in Miami. David. Yep. And they getting into it is is starting to crumble as we know, foresaw this bad. happening. It's bad. It's bad. Her birthday passed. He didn't come. Didn't come to her birthday. Then they had this oh whole incident God. where he called. Um, they were supposed to hang out, and he called. Literally called her and was like, "Look, I don't feel like organizing something. Pick a place, and I'll show up." And she said, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah, she was like. What? What? That is crazy. And it's she so knew crazy. this when he didn't pour water into her cup. She knew she this knew. was going to happen. She knew he knew was a it. selfish son of a bitch. And here we mm-hmm. go. And when I tell you when I was watching this crunch, I was like, see? You see? <laughs> <laughs> you see how I was acting? <laughs> she knew. Oh, my God. Mm. So I would have been done with him, but she still decided to meet up with him. And she wanted to break up with him. She wanted to break up. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. She wants to do it on Mm -hmm. camera. And I love it. I love a little vengeance in a girl. I love this. (laughs) Yes. Great. (laughs) So they meet up. It's like super tense. She literally Mm -hmm. has on a a hat that says hectic. She's bringing bringing chaos today. She woke up and chose violence. I loved it. She sure did. (laughs) And she said to him, you and I are not going to work. It's just mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Yep. I felt really yep. disrespected of my time. And mm-hmm. I just don't like mm-hmm. being treated in this way. Like, this is just, yeah. you're not my dude. Yeah. And yeah. he was, I mean, fuck boy just jumped out of him. He couldn't even hide it, yo. Yeah, fuck boy with no game, though. No game. No game whatsoever, which is so weird. So weird. He's talking about, well, we can still be friends. You know, friends that do a little makeout yeah. sesh every now and then. And, you know, I like, you know, if you and your friends are ever doing anything, I could always tag along and just talking all this nonsense. And they finally eventually had a conversation how, like, at the end of the day, it was never going to work because he's way more religious than she is yeah. he needs to be honest with himself he wants somebody more religious so you're right you're not looking for a wife right, right now if you're dating me you're not looking for a wife because i'm not right you know you're not gonna marry me so what are we doing? right 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 um he was a weirdo i'm so happy she just like <laughs> blew up his spot and was like i'm out same <laughs> yeah me too because he mm-hmm. was so weird and i just he was triggering I think because mm. the way he was like so about his religion, like yeah. oh, I couldn't do your birthday because it was Shabbat. Because it was a Shabbat. So he like ignored her 
yeah. what the fuck? Which, <laughs> which is it? What are you worshiping? What yeah. are you sitting there learning mm-hmm. when you right. go to synagogue every yeah. three days and then you in Shabbat and you're not losing use electricity, and you're not doing this? What are you learning? It mm-hmm. seems like you're just doing the practice mm-hmm. to. I don't even know what the end game is. Make yourself feel good. Make yourself feel like a good Jewish person. Yeah. But you don't treat people with general basic kindness. And (laughs) like everyone now watching the show sees that. Like this is all like an act. What is this? Who is Mm -hmm. this for? Is this to please your parents? This to please like why? Why are we doing all these like motions of practicing Judaism, but you don't treat people with the kindness that I think the Torah is supposed to be teaching you. you know? I'm sure every religious text tells people yeah. to act better than how you act. That way you be acting. So, mm. mm-hmm. so that was David. Mm-hmm. Now back to Noah. You know the trifling ass <laughs> dude in fucking Jackson Hole. God. So uh, a, a woman named Eliana flies in from Miami mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to go out with him. I already knew this one going to work. This just like no. a waste of time. Mm-mm. She's from New York originally. She lives in Miami mm-hmm. now. She's not gonna vibe at all with this dude. <laughs> like, no, just their interests no. already just ain't gonna work. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. And yeah, there was nothing there. They go out. It's just yeah, very clear. She's she's a city girl. Yeah, he's talking exactly. about moon rising in the west and the east, and it just oh my god, <laughs> uh, so boring. So boring. Oh my god, so boring. Now back to Faye and Flatbush. Yes. Faye gets matched with a guy named Shia. Shia, love the name Shia. Yes. Love the name Shia. Yes. Um, her and her mom are excited. They're all prepping for the date. They're just like, mm-hmm. you know, what should I wear? This time, the third. Mm-hmm. Um, Shia shows up to meet Faye, mm-hmm. and he's very cute. He's very cute. Very cute guy. Yeah. He S- suppressed. The, the, I mean, I mean, he I came mean, correct. Crispy, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow! I was like, whoa! Crispy suits, very yeah. respectful with the mom. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They seems like the families already kind of know each other. There's like, yep, his mom and her mom are friends, or like the mom's selling is married to somebody over there. Like there was <laughs> like a very much a familiarity already. It's almost like Shia and Faye are meant to be or they should have been matched up before you know before this yeah mm-hmm. which seemed confusing to me why they needed the match right like why didn't they meet already right me also know. it seemed like they were vetting each other out to make sure they weren't related that too, <laughs> that too. <laughs> there's a lot of overlap <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there seemed to be some overlap there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was nice. They they went out to dinner. He's mm-hmm. she's cracking up, crying till she's you know crying or yeah, laughing till she's crying. She, she's crying. Yeah, he was very witty. He's a funny mm-hmm. guy. Very witty, good mm-hmm. banter. Um, she did notice he drink he drunk alcohol during the date, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. But otherwise, they seem pretty aligned. Like, he's yeah. from an Orthodox family. I think he kind of let her know he's not super... They didn't get into the details, but he's not... Mm-hmm. You could tell already that he's. they're on different levels religiously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's way more yeah. devout than he is, but they kind of, like, had good chemistry, so they kind of, like, kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Now, next episode, we meet Nakisha. Nakisha. 
Nikisha is a beautiful half black girl in Kansas who is Jewish. Yep. Just so many things there. Half black Kansas (laughs) Jewish. Like what was her lived experience? And we meet her on a motorcycle. Yes. So rides motorcycle. That too. Yeah. Just so interesting. So Mm -hmm. she's she's 25. She's got big personality. Um, mm-hmm. Eliza flies in to meet her and her mom. Um, mm-hmm. Her mom is white and I'm assuming the Jewish half. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, she's she considers herself reformed Jew. So mm-hmm. she does Shabbat dinner, but she's not yep. conservative. Um, mm-hmm. She, yeah, more like culturally adheres to Judaism, but not yeah. so much on like the practicing religiously. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, she is looking for someone Jewish, obviously. She said this is her first time Mm -hmm. actually dating a Jewish guy Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and being intentionally matched with a matchmaker because otherwise her experience dating Jewish people has been a nightmare, as she calls it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. (laughs) Where, I mean, they probably fetishize her in some way. um, Yeah. Or just find it odd. Like, you're Black and Jewish. What is this? This can't be real. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It hasn't the community hasn't been as open to her when it comes to, to dating her. as she says yeah. yeah um but yeah she she wants somebody who rides a motorcycle she's also into guns we are in mm-hmm. kansas so there's that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she's just a just an interesting just an interesting specimen <laughs> she struck me as a little shallow oh yeah she definitely has some shallowness right she wants somebody yeah. physically fit yeah um yeah. She has hair, not bald. Has hair, because like I want my babies to have hair. Like, mm-hmm. very, yeah. And mo- her mom even pointed out, her mom was like, yeah, some of those things just don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> she's 25, too. Like, she's young. That's yeah, young. that too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Aliza finds her someone. He is 38 and bald, so. Yeah, so <laughs> gonna not. Be, yeah, yeah. Not all the things you're asking for, but. Nikisha seems into it, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. Now, back with Faye and Flatbush, her and Shia Mm -hmm. go out for ice cream, second date. Mm -hmm. Um, And Faye is more specific about how she wants someone who matches her, she says, matches her religious level or higher. Higher, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's pretty obvious that Shay seems to be a bit more um, relaxed. (laughs) And yeah, relaxed. I would even say like rebellious. Yeah. A little rebelliousness to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a little tension there. Now, mm-hmm. Shia goes to me with his rabbi, who, mm-hmm. rabbi already heard about the match. He's like, how was the day with Faye? What's what's going on with you and Faye? I was like, damn, this community is small. Everybody already knew about this date. Like, like how do they do this when people like live so much longer and the world is so much Mm. bigger and Mm -hmm. like like how do people do this (laughs) they everybody's got tab when the community is that like insular i think that you everyone has tabs on who's single like particularly marriage getting married getting married off starting families is such a core value of the community Mm-hmm. everyone knows who's single you have to mm-hmm. <laughs> all the moms mm-hmm. know all the dad like everybody knows mm-hmm. but i thought that was hilarious i was like damn rabbi i already knew <laughs> jesus 
So Shia, he's he's sought out the Rybacks. He's like, I'm just feeling really confused. He's like, I dropped mm-hmm. her off yesterday. I dropped her off at Davin Mariv, which is one of yep. the three prayers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm starting to understand more that she wants a guy who, as he says, Davins with minions, which is basically when the men pray in like yes. a group of like 10 men. A group. Yeah. Together mm-hmm. on a daily basis. I think three times yeah. a day. Three times a day with three 10 times a day. How you you gonna find nine <laughs> other people to pray with every day? Yeah. Oh man. And I'm sure they do the wraps and the blanket. Yes. Man. Yes. Woo. So he's like, I'm just not there yet. Like we're just very yeah. clearly on two different levels when it comes to religion. And she's expressed she wants somebody who's at her level or higher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so rabbi advises him to think about mary as he calls it marrying up religiously up. like how about you which doesn't really fit with what faye says but i was gonna say this rabbi mr cohen <laughs> rabbi what? cohen the same <laughs> Faye says she wants somebody on her level or more now you're telling him to marry her so she could lead him to god like too much <laughs> So he, which I think is, which I think is advice that you would expect from a rabbi. Like she's more religious. Yeah, she can yeah. guide you closer to God and bring you more mm-hmm. into Judaism. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she is a good match for you. Consider it. Um, but Shia's worry, which is very valid, is he's like, I'm just worried about her accepting me for for me, and yes. I'm worried about being a bad influence potentially influence. on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just their mismatch of just levels of religiosity. Religiosity. Yeah. Please email the number two black girls one rose at gmail.com. If being the spiritual head of the home mm-hmm. is not a like a forefront in the relationships with Jewish relationships, because I feel like it is something I have it's been beaten into me mm-hmm. as a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. To so find someone who is your level or higher. Or higher. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So please, please email us if that is like a core value in Judaism or not. I did not. I don't think that's something you can Google. I think that's something somebody has to answer that question. To answer. Yeah. I think it's definitely an interesting like point of conversation because like I, mm, I, when I went into dating, like one thing I was looking for, I was like, I want somebody who has, has a spiritual life. Like, mm-hmm, I don't know, mm-hmm, I don't have any, mm-hmm. like, um, guidelines or anything very specific. Like, I, I believe mm-hmm. in God. I guess I'm technically Christian. Um, mm-hmm, and I'm looking for somebody who at least matches that level, I guess, that mm-hmm, they at least mm-hmm. believe in God. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was kind of my baseline going in, um, mm-hmm. which is not, I mean, I would say it's not hard to find, but it's you'll find a lot of people who at least bare minimum believe in God, I guess. So I'm not asking yeah, for too yeah. much. Um, yeah, no, I don't think so. Right. Um, but for folks like Faye and Shia, cause you already saw where this was going with Faye and Shia. Yeah. Like you wanted to stand them so bad. They were so cute. So bad. They were so cute. They were so cute. Like in all other realms it should work, but Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, mis- a mismatch in value. Like she knew what she mm-hmm. wanted. She knew she was specifically looking for, as you said, a spiritual head, somebody that will lead yeah. her, if anything. Mm-hmm. She ain't trying mm-hmm. to do the leading. And so this ain't mm-hmm. gonna work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm curious also in terms of email call out to blackgirlsonrose at gmail.com. 
Um, if you've ever found yourself in this predicament, you met somebody, you thought he was great, but mm-hmm. um, you were looking for somebody to be more of a leader when it came to mm-hmm. spirituality and you felt like you were going to lead him and that that did not, or lead her or them, whatever, and that was not going to mm-hmm. match for you. Um, mm-hmm. Or did you mm-hmm. did you take a chance on somebody who didn't mm-hmm. meet your baseline, your guidelines when it came to religious spirituality and tell us how it's going? So curious. Yeah. 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 It was so confusing for me to hear that from a rabbi. Like you, young man, you mm-hmm. don't have to be the spiritual head of the home. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm. Never heard that before. Never heard Never. that. That's not that's not the narrative generally in Christianity. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No way. No. Mm-hmm. He would tell you to step it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta and be the man. You gotta be the You gotta be the spiritual head the of the family. Spiritual head of the family as the man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I've never heard that. Before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I see what he's saying, though. Like, I mean. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's got to lead somewhere. So he's like, if it has to be the woman, <laughs> like, let it be the woman. She could be a great yeah. influence on you, Shia. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. be open to mm-hmm. it. Um, But yeah, that is interesting. We've not really heard that same distinction um, with our Christian background. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, Aliza catches up with Faye, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, just gets the tea. Basically they went on yeah. a third date. They discussed religion even more and they're just not for each other at this time. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Now, Noah. Noah. Oh Jackson man. Will. Oh man. He's in Miami now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Now he's in Miami, <laughs> I think. I'm <laughs> um, going on another day with a, a woman named Oph- Ophir, I think is how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, her family's Israeli. He lived in Israel, so they bond mm-hmm. over that. Um, he reveals up front that he has a kid. She really wants mm-hmm. a big family. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, quick side note. I thought this was interesting. He said he has a kid. He was married before, and Ophir was like, oh, you guys met in Israel. And he was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, did you guys meet in a hotel lobby? And he was like, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I know. So I Googled this. I was like, what is this <laughs> hotel lobby? Why? So apparently hotel lobbies, specifically in um, I, in Israel, Jerusalem, maybe specifically, or maybe it's all of Israel, hotel lobbies are popular first date destinations for young Orthodox couples because they are neutral zones. They are generally public. I mean, hotel lobbies yeah. are like yeah. public areas. They're... Um, just like a neutral playing field where mm. generally even just like the seating arrangements of a lobby make it akin mm. for those who are practicing Shomer Nagia, the no physical touch. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. public. So there's um, people all over the place. So there's, yeah, you're not like, you know, private and, you know, doing what you're not supposed to be doing. Um, yeah. And then also hotel lobbies are generally like stylish and nice and you feel like you're on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, apparently in the hotel lobbies of Jerusalem, you just see young people just like on dates <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> that is so crazy. To Isn't me that wild? Because one floor up is the sin going on. Is the sin, crazy. right? <laughs> Nasty. I mean, disgusting. All you gotta oh, do is go God. right up to the right up to the the right just uh, to the, the teller. Yeah, right up to the teller. Like, yeah, you know what? Let's go. Let's let's take off the V neck. <laughs> That V-neck t-shirt girl, let's get it right off. <laughs> Unwrap that turban for me, Ma. Oh, oh my, my God. God, it's right there. That's it's right so there. crazy. I know. But you'll feel Whoa. less when you're in a public lobby. 
Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. everybody from the community is there. Like, yes. You're going to yeah. feel less inclined to walk over all bold to the hotel teller. <laughs> like, we don't get a room. Like, <laughs> so. I wonder oh, what God. the dynamics of that is because mm-hmm. I can't imagine mm-hmm. you're doing. You're not touching, and you know upstairs there's floors and floors of people the touching. Beds. <laughs> yeah. And beds. <laughs> wow. So oh, interesting. Man. Yeah. Anyways, quick side note. I thought that was interesting. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do learn in this scene, Noah. So Noah's been divorced 11 years. So this was like okay, a yes. minute ago. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his son's in Israel, but he's like, but I want a family, and this you have son. one. You have one. You have a son. <laughs> God, <laughs> I, I cannot. He is weird man. Weird as oh, hell, yo. Man. Anyways, they hit it off, and so that seems like a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Nikisha goes out with Ryan, the bald thirty-nine-year-old, the teacher. Nice the teacher. guy. He's very mm-hmm. nice. He has a strong little mm-hmm. beard. He was. He cute. was nice. He was. He was a lot cuter than I thought he was going to be. I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. He's a yeah, special ed teacher. They go to a roller skating ring that she like grew mm-hmm. up at. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it seems nice, but we learned later that Ryan wasn't really into it. So wasn't feeling it. Wasn't yeah. feeling it. Um, so yeah, we uh Aliza sent her up with another guy. His mm-hmm. name is Evan. He uh-huh. is 37. Uh-huh. Wedding DJ. Uh-huh. Grocery store manager. Yep. Five, six. And yep. not a looker from these pictures, but we're going to And where's a, a fedora? We got a fifth one. <laughs> where's a fedora? <laughs> Rocking the fedora. Okay. <laughs> wow. I was oh like, so, when I saw him, I was like, oh boy. I was like, Aliza, Aliza. Whoa. We ain't got nobody oh. else in that Rolodex for Nikisha. What is this? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, jeez. Um, anyways, quickly, we meet a new guy, Stuart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stuart. We meet Stuart. He is singing on his guitar. So I already knew this yeah. was <laughs> going to be. He's going to be a trying. character. He was going to be a character. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stuart is 51. He's in Wicker Park, mm-hmm. uh, Chicago. He runs an advertising company by day, but is like a singer by night. Um, uh-huh. Not paying the bills, but he loves it. It's his passion, so he's out here peddling yeah. his CDs. Oh, right, CD ROM girl. <laughs> oh, bless him. He calls himself a professional dater. He's just been out here mm-hmm. in these streets, and mm-hmm. he's off too often. He tries to put a square peg into a round hole, like tries to force round things hole. to happen. Yeah. And, um, just, you know, just desperately trying to find love out here. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is culturally Jewish, so mm-hmm. doesn't practice, really not into it. Um, mm-hmm. He um, also calls himself like super liberal, pro-gay, pro-choice, pro-black. Yeah. He's like, I don't want nobody who's bringing anything over here. <laughs> yes, be I love how he said it. He was mm-hmm. like, I will not have any intolerance of the way other people live their life. Mm-hmm. I love how he's put that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's looking for somebody who is similarly passionate about something, like how he's passionate about singing. Yes. Someone who also uh-huh. has that. Um, Aliza's like, you know what? This is all fine and dandy. This is cute. I have some people for you. But first, 
What you got on? What you got on? <laughs> what, what you wearing? Wait, let, let's, let's go take a walk in the closet because what uh-huh. the hell is this? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> what are those? What are those? <laughs> to the whole outfit. To Everything. the whole fit. Everything. Oh, Stu. Oh, Stu. So he, yeah, desperately needs a refresh. He's been rocking the same old tired mom jeans and yeah. blazers they that are, are too mom. big. They're not even dad. They're they not are even dad mom jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's just got to elevate. Got to elevate this. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she sends him out shopping with a stylist. He gets some new clothes. All good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he goes on a date with a woman named Hope. She... Mm-hmm. Um, she works in education, I think. Something in education. Yeah. Um, yeah. They talk a lot about his music. He like signed a CD for her, which I, I which cannot. So <laughs> cringy. Can't. I can't believe he brought you the brought CD to the date. The CD. And his Unsigned. Own, and his own pen. <laughs> his own marker to sign. And brought the pen for the gag of the <gasps> signing of the I CD. Oh, oh, Stu. <laughs> oh, Um... And yeah, they, they talk a lot about Judaism. She works, I think, at like a Jewish school um, mm-hmm. and, and study Judaism. She's mm-hmm. not like Orthodox, but she's more into religion than he is. So mm-hmm. it might be a mismatch, mm-hmm. but whatever. They seem to hit mm-hmm. it off. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Now, back to Tel Aviv. Or no, first mm-hmm. time to Tel Aviv. Um, yes. We meet With Noah. Noah. Mm-hmm. Who, another client that I was like, why are we paying for this? Yeah, I, he was very cute. He's very 24, cute. he has a job and comes from a family of doctors and his mom's a diplomat. Why do you need a matchmaker? Why do we need a matchmaker? Also, you just the fact in that a house with floor to ceiling windows. Like, what are we yeah. doing? Yeah, and you're 20, you're 24. <laughs> like, just, what are you 24. talking about? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Very odd. So he claims he's done with the Tel Aviv scene and wants to find a wife, apparently. Um... And so, yeah, Aliza sends him out on a date, mm. girl named Al- Alyssa. Alyssa mm-hmm. is vegan and has two cats. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. not going to work. He mm. made a little picnic. He brought cheese and it just ain't going to work. Um, he also very shallowly said he doesn't typically date curly-haired girls. Which curly-haired I girls. Can't. I yeah, feel like a lot of Israeli that. women have curly hair. No. I know. I so didn't I was like, no. <laughs> I'm a black woman with curly who has no choice but to have curly hair. So I always read that as racism. Mm. I'm sure it's not. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I always read it as like, so oh oh, is that right. like, mm. <laughs> I take it very personally. <laughs> yeah, very odd. But they were not a match. Even the fact that she was vegan and had the cat. That vegan was thing. Like not into yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Now, Noah, we see him next go out with um, a girl named Gabriella. She's from Gabriella. Boston. Mm-hmm. She's a health coach. I guess she's at yeah. in school in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. And he comes from a family of doctors. So if she doesn't believe in classic medicine, he just can't. Yeah. But I get that, though. I get that. If she's really the like alternative medicine type of like, no, guys. You don't have to do this and that and the third. Like, we just got out of COVID, right? <laughs> so you can't take a chance with them people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, his whole family, watch his whole oh family suffer for the yeah. past three years. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I yeah. don't trust the vaccine. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. This is made up in a lab. 
blah, blah, blah. And then you get with this health coach who's talking about, you know, health treatments and all the rest of this. Oh, I don't, you know, believe in Advil. I get it. I get it. God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they did not go on a second date, basically. Yeah. No, no. Um, and then he goes on a, a final date at Aliza's house, mm-hmm. actually. Love this. Yes. <laughs> Keep it very close to home. <laughs> oh my God. And with a woman named Tav. Mm-hmm. And she's beautiful. Um, she's from Scottsdale, but her, a lot of her family's in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have very good vibe. Mm-hmm. They're both young, attractive people, so they obviously like mm-hmm. each other. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, they go out again. They get drinks. They, you know, they hit it off. Mm-hmm. But she lives in the states. Mm-hmm. She's just here in Tel Aviv, like visiting family. He yeah. lives here. They say they're going to keep in touch, but like I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, what do you know? Very confusing. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know the intention for either of them: marriage, dating, hooking yeah. up. I had no idea what was going on. They also just couldn't take him seriously because he's twenty four, and he was introduced in episode seven. I was like, why did we need this person? <laughs> like, what was the purpose of this one? Like, what no did I, what was I supposed to learn from his story arc? Like, I don't. Know. Yeah. Um, anyways, Nikisha. Nikisha goes out with Evan, the mm-hmm. wedding DJ slash mm-hmm. grocery store owner who wears fedoras. Um, mm-hmm. They hit it off. Great. They hit it off. Yeah. Oh they, my god, I wasn't expecting this. They did great. Wasn't sure what was he was going to be. Cute. Yeah, he Me was very nice. Either. He was very nice. He brought her flowers. They both love to dance. Mm-hmm. He has all these tattoos. Mm-hmm. They talked about the tattoos. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they had a cute little fun date. They got along great. So, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. hope. There's hope there for Nik- Nikisha. Yep. Um, and then Stuart, Stuart, our 51 year old, he got some new clothes going out on another yes. date. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. name is Pamela. She's a comedian. She mm-hmm. has Tourette's and does comedy and so yeah and she's four foot six she's real small yeah real small teeny Uh teeny tiny um and they go to a little ping pong bar and sit and chat Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um she's apparently 36 which she looked way older to me but um, wow that was a thing i mean i I was shocked and then they were talking (laughs) about age difference and i was like wait you're not 51 like okay so (laughs) sorry Shade, no shade. That was very shady. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Uh, but yeah, they have a nice little chat. They seem to get along. I mm-hmm. think they got along because he he has music, she has comedy. They're both like kooky yes. and have their like artistic endeavors, and mm-hmm. she does hers for a living actually. So that's like inspiring. Yeah. I think to to Stewart. So to Stewart, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really cute together. I thought they were cute too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, we kind of end the show, and Aliza is yeah just talking about the show we have the show she has the hardest job in the world and yeah we kind of look back at all the couples and i think nikisha seems like she has somebody maybe yes Uh noah the 24 year old and even maybe trifling ass noah with um yeah the son him and homegirl seem to hit it off good Mm -hmm. ori got his blonde girl his blonde blue eyed girl so they good Stuart mm-hmm. got Pamela the comedian, so they seem good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Eliza seemingly ends with a little bit more success than we see Auntie Seema with the her I mean, season. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, we kind of had like an abrupt ending, and that was mm-hmm. the season of Jewish matchmaking. That was it. That was it. 
What did we learn, friend? What did we learn? I mean, we learned so much about community and culture yeah. in relation to religion and not at all in relation to spirituality. Yeah. So that was so interesting yeah. and cool and dope mm-hmm. to go over because people like David, the, the guy that Danny dated, are mm-hmm. people who we have to watch out for. We got to watch out for them mm-hmm. niggas who do mm-hmm. all this practicing and all this yeah. talking yeah. and all this attendance yeah. and do not actually practice anything that they're learning in their real life. Yeah. And they like can they have a tendency to make you feel bad about oh, terribly. <laughs> like you're not Christian yeah. enough or Jewish enough. Uh, absolutely. They make you mm-hmm. feel less than but they out here not practicing what they preach so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then same even with Faye, who i'm sure is very connected spiritually because she does almost like a service for her job with mm-hmm. mental health um but she needed somebody who needed to present themselves as jewish as she presents herself to the yeah. community yeah and that was an important fundamental thing for her which i thought was so great that she knew that Mm -hmm. and really interesting to learn Mm -hmm. from on the outside outside. of Judaism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think what I learned is I think, and I think I've said this before in like previous episodes or previous podcasts that I think we should be talking religion on the first date. I don't see why. Uh Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's more of a hard line and value for us than we think. Even if you're somebody who's like not mm-hmm. religious mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't think mm-hmm. really ab- about religion or I don't really think about my spirituality. Like you do have some thoughts, you do have some value. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think it's not something that's so taboo that we shouldn't be communicating what that value is on the first date. I don't, yeah. I don't know why, why we've had this conversation around not talking politics, not touching, not, not talking religion. I don't know why you would. I don't those know are why. deal breakers. I will those never talk you again if yeah. I learn some of those things about you. So why would I waste my fucking time? Why waste my time? Um, so yeah, I thought it was really just refreshing kind of seeing it being talked very mm-hmm. out in the open. Of course, it's within a community and they're all there for the purpose of dating each other. Um, right. But still, I think we can learn about just like being um, more confident in just vocalizing what our value systems are when it comes to religion and spirituality. Um, And, and yeah, as you said, just like not wasting time, just sharing Mm -hmm. that. Um, Even if you are someone who's not super religious, just being okay with saying that and I'm looking for somebody Mm -hmm. who's on that same level, or maybe I am trying to find somebody who um, is a little bit more religious because I want to get more connected, whatever it is. I Mm -hmm. think we should be talking about these things. I don't think, I don't understand why we're not. Um, and then the other thing I learned was back to Aliza's date until you hate them. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I still stand firm on that. I think that's a great uh, rule great guideline rule. for yeah. us as we're out here dating mm-hmm. um, until you absolutely know that it's a hard no. Mm-hmm. I think we can learn a lot from Danny where Danny was mm-hmm. slowly picking up things kind mm-hmm. of a little bit like red flags for sure. But yeah. the not pouring the wine, the not pouring, you can also just chalk that up to maybe nerves. He wasn't thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Certain yes. things like that. Yes. I don't think you should ax someone off completely. Just make a mental mm-hmm. note of it and mm-hmm. go on another date and mm-hmm. continue to just learn. And until you really can't stand that person or until you not even can't stand until you know that it's a hard no, like this person is not for yes. me. Um, yeah. I, I agree. Date until you hate them. I like that. I mm-hmm. love that little mm-hmm. saying. Mm hmm. 
Um, nice. All right. Part three of our The Experts versus the Apps uh, series is in the books. We Mm -hmm. um, thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, everybody. Mm -hmm. We'll be back next week for part four, four of four, final part of our series. We will be doing an interview with dating and relationship coach Anwar White, who Mm -hmm. will be coming to talk to us about the apps advice mm-hmm. on the apps um he also has very strong opinions on matchmakers and yes. he is a coach who works more specifically with women of color um mm-hmm. helping them date with strategy meet high quality strategy, men yeah. um mm-hmm. and find really solid relationships but i think the advice and insights he'll give will obviously apply to probably all women out here dating in these mm-hmm. streets mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah we'll have onward here next week yeah, excited. Very excited. Um, mm-hmm. See you then, guys. See you then. Oh, put what you learned and answer our questions in the comments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com